thrill seekers. The Halloween Spooktacular has arrived on the Cinemasters of the Universe podcast. And I, your cryptic guide, the Crypt Keeper, am here to lead you through a hair-raising journey. From September's moonlit nights to October's eerie embrace, we're unearthing horror classics that'll have you in stitches. Literally. So throw down to your hats, kiddies, as the Cinemasters, along with Kevin Hurst's Adam Peterson and the Rental King Ron Avis, dive into the crypts of horror cinema. With a unique style and a dash of myocryptic charm, they'll dissect like mad scientists, revealing dark secrets that'll leave you gasping like a mummy escaping from its tomb. And speaking of dark secrets, let's not forget our first offering, It Follows. This supernatural tale of relentless pursuit will have you glancing over your shoulder more often than a paranoid poltergeist. As far as my opinion, well, let's just say this film is a screen-worthy addition to our spooky lineup. So gather around, my fellow thrill-seekers, and let the Halloween spectacular begin with a bang that'll rattle your bones and tickles your funny bone. <laughs> I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you When I go out Yeah, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you If I get drunk Well, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you And if I heaver Yeah, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who's heavering to you But I won't walk five hundred Oh my god, that was a lengthy intro. Welcome everybody, it's that time of year, it's time for the Halloween Spooktacular baby. It's me, one of your co-hosts, the man to the left, the rental king, what they call me, but you can call me Ron Avis, whatever, just call me Ron, it'd be weird to call me Ron Avis. But of course it wouldn't be a spooktacular if I didn't have my co-host to the north, Mr. Adam Peterson, say hey. Spooktacular, Ron Avis. (laughs) Hey, dude, that was fun, right? That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. You never know who's going to show up. No, I don't, <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> you know, I warned you. I warned you ahead of time. I was like, dude, get ready for just like the most obnoxious intro ever. <laughs> you, you did, but yeah, I, I don't know that I would say obnoxious more than amazing. <laughs> Well, just long, just really overly long and indulgent because I was having so much fun putting that together. I was like, I just can't help myself. And then, of course, I got to come in on a fun song that kind of perfectly encapsulates the theme of whatever movie it is that we're going to talk about. Love doing that for Spooktacular. It's so much fun. And that that song, like I went through a million songs before I landed on that one. I was like, that's the one. That's the one. And it's a great song. It really does. It's a fun way 
to encapsulate this film. It really gets the toes of tapping. Okay, um, yeah, so right to it. This is the first of eight movie episodes, like, like spooktacular entries we're going to be doing all September and October long, just like the Crypt Keeper said. We're going to go through week by week. We're going to pick a movie, and we're going to dive into it Cinemaster style, where we, you know, just, just have a discussion. I, I don't want to... Sometimes I wonder, like, do people listen to us and sometimes get disappointed that they really haven't fully been, you know, because when you <laughs> when you hear something like Cinemasters of the Universe, you maybe tune in to possibly hear something you've never heard before. These guys are Cinemasters. They're going to they're going to like give me some sort of uh, point of view that I never would have thought of if it's just like a regular movie fan. And then we kind of get on and we, we talk about specifics of movie and things we liked and didn't like. And it's just kind of us bullshitting around. Like, we, I don't really feel like we're mastering anything necessarily. Do you, do you ever feel that way or is it just me? Like my whole life is a fraud? Yes, <laughs> I do. All right, good. I'm glad I'm not alone. <laughs> no, we're two, we're to <laughs> two absolute frauds. No, I, I do think. I do two think white broads who are absolute frauds. Two white broad frauds. Ugh. Uh, but I do, I do feel like, because it's one of those in the age of, of movie trivia and things like that, I feel like a lot of people, you know, well, Oh, Hey, did you notice a lot of those, uh, a lot of your standard things may have been picked up, but I I do feel like the, because I feel like we are the every man, uh, critic, if, if you will, um, I feel like what we bring to the table is is the excitement and the energy, you know, to share the movies with everyone. I feel like that's like that's where it's like, okay, you know, I could go and I could watch somebody break down, you know, oh the uh, how the the cinematography of this scene or oh I could listen to somebody, you know, tell a story, a lengthy story about this or that. But sometimes mm. I feel like what we do bring to the table is hey, Here's a reason to get excited about this movie. Here's a reason. No, good point. I, and I think yeah. I think I think that's valid. I think I think and I think some of what we do, uh, because you know we'll we'll kind of play both sides of it because we pick movies, all of the movies, especially for the for the spectacular, they're movies that we enjoy, movies that we love, uh, for one reason or another. You know, they yeah. they we kind of broke down some categories this year, um, that just for some outline to kind of you know, shape things the way we wanted to. Uh, but I feel like, yeah, let's circle around to that. Don't, don't lose. I want you yes. to bring that up. Cause I kind of like that. I'm going to try and adopt that, but yeah, go ahead. But it's saying. like, we, you know, we talk, so we talk have, more about how awesome we are. <laughs> yes. Oh, I could do that. I could do, we're amazing. I, I'm a total, I could totally hype us up. Incredible. Um, but, but there's, I, I feel like, I feel like a part of what we do bring to the experience is we make it fun for people. There's, a lot of people out there that will talk about the technical aspects or, you know, that will really do a critique of movies. And I don't mm-hmm. know that, like, when we do a critique of stuff, I feel like it's more us pointing out, like, the really stupid parts of movies that just exist <laughs> in yeah. a funny and fun way. Like, we still yeah. love the movie. Like, it's kind of yeah. like when you're joking with your buddies and somebody does something stupid. As like you give them grief to the point where you're like, okay, I don't really want you to feel bad about this. I don't really yeah. want to hurt your feelings. We're just 
we're just going to yeah. razz you until that point. We're just ribbing the movie a little, yes. right? There's a difference between trying to be uh, critical of something and being hurtful yeah. and snide. And then they're between like, you know, like, oh, well, not us. I mean, we sure, there's this stuff that doesn't make sense. But we love the movie. The movie's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And, and that's kind of how I rate, like, if I were to implement an official rating system of my own, it would probably just be liked it or didn't like it. Or, you know, like, you know, like I, I just feel it's it's fun. Yeah. To do it like a letter grade, because I think it kind of gives you some it shows nuance a bit more than just saying yay or nay. Yeah. You can kind of like, oh, well, if he's like a B minus, then he he overall liked it pretty much a lot. But there's a few things he didn't like. Let's hear what he didn't like that. That's obviously a format that's tried and true and will never go away. Um, but just being generally enthusiastic about a movie, which is something I definitely always try and do. Sometimes I just can't help myself and slam a movie like uh, Transformer is the Age of Extinction. You know, I went and saw it twice in theaters. <laughs> like, I can't even. I saw it twice, Adam. <laughs> um, oh, I saw you got served three times. So, oh. yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think you need to feel bad. Nah. Nah, so, okay, cool, then never mind. Uh, why don't you go ahead and, and talk about, since this is sort of our introduction to the uh, event that is this uh, spectacular, the Halloween spectacular, why don't you sort of talk about your kind of parameters or guideline that you kind of came up with that people can kind of maybe expect? Like, I, I don't really want to announce ahead of time what our picks are going to be. Just yeah. we'll, let, we'll let it be a surprise. And, you know, if you see it, my, my initial thought, my old thought or way of thinking was it would be fun to just sort of give a preview of what you intend to do for the next episode to give uh, a listener time to watch the movie or whatever. And then you listen to the podcast. But that's silly. I mean, people can just like, oh, they're oh, they're going to be talking about this movie. I'll I'm going to go watch the movie first because that's yeah. what I do a lot of times. Like if I see a, a podcast and I know they're going to be talking about a movie that I hadn't seen in a while, don't really know it encyclopedically by heart. I'll go ahead and watch the movie and then listen to what they have to say. Or sometimes I'll just trust that I know the movie and then they'll just get into something that I don't couldn't like, didn't think of before. And I'll just immediately watch the movie right after. So either way, it doesn't really matter. So we, we can just drop, yeah. drop whatever it is we decide to do. But yeah, go ahead and talk about what we're going to try and do as far as what types of, you know, horror movies we're going to do. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, we, we, this is our third year with the spooktacular. Um, and so fourth every, year, fourth year, fourth year, this yeah. is the third official spooktacular. This okay, is our fourth okay, year good doing point. It. The third official, right. we didn't have the title spooktacular in the first year, but yes, we, we, you're, you're correct. We've, we've built on this for four years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so we went from completely unofficial to having an official name the first year, which is carried mm -hmm. to the following three years. And, yep in trying to find okay how do we make this better because this is this is probably our biggest thing we do every year anymore like it gets I, our biggest ratings yeah uh, you know, well, i say ratings but listens and downloads and I, the well, spectacular I, and in the cinemaster episodes in particular are our bread and butter as far as you know listeners yeah. go and people love us for all the right reasons obviously everywhere i go i get mobbed with attention and love and praise and god Especially when I'm in Vermont, <laughs> which is not all that often. Um, mm, 
good thing, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it, they greet you at the border with like cartons of eggs. Like, come oh, on, you son of a bitch. The, the syrup and aged white cheddar. It's still just, I mean, I have a surplus. Is that a thing? Are they known for that? Oh, stuff? yeah. Vermont aged white cheddar and Vermont syrup. Oh, oh absolutely. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Mm, mm. Delicious. Doesn't sound bad to me, honestly, if I'm being no. honest. Give it um, to me. <laughs> just if you want to send us some, we probably have a P.O. Oh. box. I don't know. Everybody we has we a can get box. Mitch. Mitch is in charge Mitch, of that. Get on that. So Mitch, get us a P.O. box. <laughs> He's asleep. Chop, chop. He hit he hit record and then went right to sleep. <laughs> He's he's napping. He's, he's taking dogs. a little snooze. Yeah, a little siesta. He's you know, over it's, his, it's he's over his little it's box. It's the in official the end of summer, right? And yeah. he's just gonna take it easy. He's gonna take Time it to easy. Hibernate. Like all the other time. <laughs> That's right. He goes into a cave. <laughs> and he stays there. <laughs> and he just he emerges for... ready for spooktacular. <laughs> he, and he waits for summer movie season, which starts in February. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a bad gig, man. No, he's got it pretty good. Oh my good. God, can I just hibernate through the crap and then come back for the summer movie season? I would, I would hibernate like it was my job. Those are overrated months, really. Yeah. Wasted when they could be, you could be sleeping. There's, so. two, oh, there's too many months anyways. 12, I don't need 12 months. That's stupid. Tryhards. Yeah. <laughs> I no. Why are we drawing this out, That's people? Way too much. I really think we ought to just make it like six months and then we can all double our age and then everyone will be very happy. Like, yeah. oh, oh, I made it to like 192. Yeah. Like, look Those at are me. like ALF numbers, man. <laughs> See, I, I would look much better for my age. Yeah. If I was. Oh, I would yeah. not feel bad at all. Yeah. Like, oh, look at, you know, yeah, sure. I'm way out of shape and both knees hurt and everything but i'm 172 years old yeah i was like oh that so makes sense. cut me in some slack okay i'm doing exactly. pretty good i could technically get on a bike and pedal down the street still i could i could yeah i could do it uh, <laughs> all right so the 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 parameters are the categories are so the categories are this is and this is you know in being more directed in how we kind of picked our movies um mm -hmm. and uh I, I started this and and ron you you, you followed suit and it was it wasn't planned. It was just spontaneous. But, yeah. Uh, well, I, my choices were already lining up a bit that see, way anyway. Go. So I just made a couple little adjustments. And I and and honestly, since we're not revealing ahead of time, there's wiggle room, baby. There's still lots of wiggle oh, yeah. room to change the, my mind. We're always got we've we've because <laughs> you know as we've advertised, we've said okay, we got eight 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 picks, but we do yeah. have five categories each. So that could, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. that's 10 picks total yeah. if we were to go with every one of them. So we could maybe room. try and squeeze in some extra episodes or something. You, maybe. you could get some extras, folks. We don't know. But if Vermont sends us some of that delicious maple syrup. Yeah. And what was that other stuff you said they were really aged known for? Aged white cheddar. If I can get some aged white cheddar sent to our P.O. box via Mitch. Yes. You just get with Mitch. Just get with Mitch. You can send a Falcon to Mitch. Okay, he has all just, of the details. I'm right, sure. he'll, get, he'll get back with you. He'll get back with you. He doesn't have social media or anything, so you're gonna have no. to do it by Falcon. He still he goes does, by yeah. Falcon. He's old school Falcon. Yeah, but it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so our parameters I'm are. That it follows. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. The per, the parameters are went with a a classic flick, mm -hmm. then a modern flick. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I put kind of uh, 
arbitrary age restrictions, which kind of created a window of, you know, like the the early 2000s to like more recent that was kind of out of definition for either of those. And then a franchise flick because we have so many great and usually one kind of crops up anyways, but we have, yeah. you know, some really great classic horror franchises. Um, so a franchise pick. Then I went with Oh So Bad. And I think, uh, you know, unpack that a little bit. Everybody knows those horror movies that are just like, oh, this one is just so bad. This is. Mm, get ready. So Jason bad. takes Manhattan. Yeah. It's like, this is so bad. <laughs> I'm but calling like, it. I've I, today, just today, I watched Ghoulies 2 and um troll the first troll movie so like ghoulies too is that what you said yes julia ghoulias too ghoul are you familiar with the ghoulies franchise because there were four of them i'm familiar with now wait is that the uh with the box uh the 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 uh the you know the the cover art with the little shit guy coming for the toilet is there's there's a toilet with the first one has a little green guy on it yeah and yeah. The second one has that same green guy and then a little brown guy at the top, and he's writing ghoulies okay. with lipstick on the toilet. And yeah, um, the, uh, well, they're... I know about. I've seen that imagery. It's in my head permanently because I've seen, you know, from from the one of one of the great things about going to old video stores is just staring at all. I mean, you can you could do this, I guess, too, if you go to a uh, like a Target. Where the where they're laid out nicely, you know, but but a lot of times they're not. Usually they're like kind of yeah. You're seeing the spine of the movie, not not necessarily the whole art, but having it all in categories and 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 just walking past those beautiful lush VHS art. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, so good, Can't especially it. when it came to horror. They had the best art. You like sci-fi and and horror. You know, you could just look at the cover and go, "Ooh, that's what I'm getting into." And so and it, much, and it rarely delivered on the premise of the cover. Oh no, yeah, no, <laughs> the, yeah, that was. I mean, it was a bold face lie. Horror movie cover art is is the OG <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> oh, I love that. I mean, absolutely. That should like, be a T-shirt, man. Yeah, because I'm like, you would be like, oh my gosh, we gotta watch this movie, and then you watch the movie, you're like, wait a minute, that movie sucks so where bad. Where was the little dude with the leather jacket? The little for uh, whatever. Yeah, no, I mean that, that's <laughs> that's totally like you would you'd watch it, you're like that. I don't, I never saw any of the stuff that was on the cover. No. No, and sometimes that's for the best because sometimes you can get some really gruesome, gruesome looking shit. Oh yeah, in, but in the, the realm of sci-fi, in the realm of horror, and if you were to actually see that in uh, motion, it might might just turn you away. Well, there was so because I remember like you know when we you know, we've talked about it a number of times on the podcast um, that the the movie rental. Uh, experience the blockbuster experience, the mom and pop, whatever place you went to rent movies, even if yep. it was in a grocery store, wherever you went to rent movies. Yeah, the time frame for me of when that fit in life is like I was too young to. I mean, like I, I knew and you know, knowing my mom and dad, I was like, I'm not even gonna bring this movie to for any kind of like, hey, could I get? Is like, I knew the answer was no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sneak this one past mom or dad so for me yeah. it was always i could walk the horror section and just admire all of these oh here's all the movies that i can't watch because i was just you too know young. for me a little bit of it too was like almost kind of like cheating 
like you know you 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 almost feel like okay well it was it was a victory enough for me to see the horror yes. section yeah i look oh, yeah and if you if you had the nerve to pick it up and actually read the back of it where you had a couple of more images yeah with a synopsis like that was even more like cred to you could you could add to the to the the bonavides <laughs> of your of your you younger years and if you, you know, wanted like, to try and pretend you know like you go to school you're like oh yeah no i saw yeah. that oh dude i totally saw that scene where and you describe like just the image on the back of the box oh yeah the scene where uh, the guy where they're, they're at a lake and there are people yeah. around a lake there and, was a screaming woman remember yeah. there was she was screaming. she was in she was also in the lake i could see i remember very distinctly from the scene at the did you see the lake scene? Because most scene. of the other kids at school have also just done the same thing. So they're like, dude, dude, like, totally. Oh, the, the lake way that scene? They, the way she looked was terrifying. <laughs> Did you notice how she was wearing a blue bathing suit in the lake scene? Yeah. That uh -huh. was. And I, there Obviously. Was a, there was. And the red truck over near the tree. Did you see the red truck? It was sort of whooshing, whooshing along. It was parked near the tree. That's what I remember most from that scene when I yeah, watched it. Yeah, then you have to have an argument over, like, who remembered it, like, better. <laughs> uh, but, you know, not to, to, yeah, no, I haven't seen any of the Ghoulies movies. Sorry to there, say. Um, I, the uh, the Ghoulies 1 and Ghoulies 2 are in, uh, in the next couple of weeks getting, uh, Ghoulies is getting a 4K release. Ghoulies 2 is just coming out, uh, re-release on uh, Blu-ray from MVD Entertainment. Um, and so I'm, I'm picking those up kind of, they're, I mean, they're not good movies, but it's when I was like, they're classics that I remember from when yeah. I was a kid. So that's why they're yeah. making, that's why they're making it's, the collection. It's like comfort food. Yeah. Really. You're like, these are not matter good if movies. it's good or not. And if you want to is a shitty ass movie, oh, but, you know, yeah. but, <laughs> but it's, it's a classic at the same time. You're like rad. Do I own it? Maybe I do. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, rad Probably. was a rad movie. When oh my Rad, God. Was Rad is legendary. Used. That was the that's when back in the eighties when BMX racing was popping. Oh I mean, yeah, everybody had was into BMX bikes. Yeah, you're you like, know, hey, you know what? Sweet mag wheels. Oh. I literally just finished my paper route. Let's go directly into an <laughs> off road dirt bike. Just all right, I'm going. Because that, that was Are the premise of the paper the movie boy. or the game. That paper was the boy. premise of the paper boy. <laughs> yeah. You just okay, finish okay. your paper route and you get to the yep. end of the street. And it's like, all right, Got it. now it's BMX dirt track. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? What combination is this? I never had that it, paper route. It was such a. It was just such a little like moment in time. Yes. Um. So yeah. So we got our franchises. We got our. We got our classics. We have our modern uh, entries. Uh, five to ten years oldish. What and what's what are the other two? The, There's two more. The the last one was uh, and just because I, alliteration is fun, I named it the freaky funny flick, which is okay. more like your 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 horror comedies. Okay, it was like those are because those are uh, the especially the modern horror comedy is really still at its heart a horror movie. They've just mm -hmm. really interlaced comedy well. You know, you think you're Shaun of the Dead kind of movie. Did you um, see the trailer for that new, like, you know, the, like, the murder on the Orient Express cast? That, that oh, same yeah. Kinda, yeah, doing, where it's like uh, a seance. Like a, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a legit horror movie. 
I was I was really taken aback because I was like, I didn't even know they were I making. I kind of want to see it, dude. I really want to see it. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know it's they were doing a another Poirot movie. But I was like, oh, this, because like when I watched it, I was like, it, until you see uh, Kenneth Branagh as Hercules Poirot, you're like, yeah, this just looks like a horror movie. And then you're like, right, wait a minute. Right, but then there he is. <laughs> like, there he wait is. a minute. Okay. It would be so like was... if The Rock stepped in the door or something. He's like, like, whoa. Wait, what? So, something's different here. I was not expecting that. Jimmy Fallon kind of just... Jimmy like, Fallon. What? He's in I this? I would love to pay money to see Jimmy Fallon take a pitchfork to the face. That would be pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. I would watch <laughs> like crap Like a out burning of pitchfork. It's flaming. He's like... Just right at the face. Pops him in the head. Just his head goes... I'd watch that in 3D. <laughs> oh, man. Golly. Just like give me one of those Matrix style like bullet time effect shots of that. Yeah, I don't know why I'm hating on Jimmy so much. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> Seems like a lovely person. Okay, uh, so yeah, so this yeah, one those would are the fall five under, categories we kind of went with. Yep. This this one falls pretty much. I mean, right into the modern. This is your modern. Yep. And I've I've thought about including it every year, and this is kind of one of those like you know kind of the Hall of Fame deals where not not every time not every first ballot. Uh, person gets in sometimes you got to wait a couple you, you know you pay your dues yeah. and it follows is definitely one of those movies it's gonna get its turn it's gonna get its time in the sun it's the 2023 halloween spooktacular is when it's it's follows as time will be in the sun released uh september 24 2014 um rotten tomato score 95 percent very uh popular with critics uh Home video, well, I don't know, that's not really necessary. But just, just like a brief synopsis, I'll read it off in case you're not familiar with the movie. Uh, when carefree teenager Jay sleeps with her older boyfriend, why well, does that matter? For the first time, she learns that she is the latest recipient of a fatal curse that is passed from victim to victim via sexual intercourse. Great hook, by the way, uh, for an idea for a horror movie. Death, Jay, let's see, Jay learns... Um, this is a fucked synopsis. Where did this come? I'm like, I don't even like this. I'll just come up with my own synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> the damn movie is a, I, like an allegory for like a sexually transmitted disease. I mean, there's all kinds of like fun little. Let me tell you what makes a really interesting horror movie right off the bat. If you watch it and you have fun trying to come up with. Like when things are left just perfectly ambiguous enough for you to kind of come up with theories to fill in the gaps like what you're left was like a really beautiful piece of art and then you can kind of take it you can take it wherever you want it and they're there you know you have the writer director's vision or you know whatever but i mean you could watch it and i i think he purposely makes it that way you can draw your own sort of conclusions but i mean it's it's not a very it's a very thinly veiled like you know like what if you had like a like a nightmare. No, it's really what it is. It's like the ring. It's like if you do something, then a curse is is bestowed upon you. Then an unstoppable curse is going to happen. You're going to get visited and killed uh, if you have sex with the entity um, or someone who's. I, I honestly, another fun thing about this whole premise of the movie is you don't really know how it began. There's no origin story. You're just kind of like yeah. in this movie. It's just right there. from the right from the jump. Uh, but yeah, so if you if you have sex with someone who has the curse, then the curse is it turns to you, and 
the only way to uh, not get killed is to pass the curse along again. And so, you know, you have sex, you get this, whatever it is. And I've read some pretty interesting theories, and I'd like to get into any ones that you've heard, like you have for yourself or if you've heard or read, uh, totally get into it. But, you know, right right at the surface, it's just like a sex, like it's an STD. The, the entity or it, it, it's a sexually transmitted curse, basically. And I think that's such a cool idea. And the, one of the nice things about another nice thing about horror movies is when there's like well-defined rules ahead of time, like real easy to understand rules. And, and it, it, it kind of sticks to it. I mean, there, there are things that you wonder like, Oh, well, what, why does, if this is the case with this situation, like, why is it this case here? We don't know. I mean, we just have the, we're just peeking in. Uh, it, you know what it's like? It's like that, man, I'm getting way off course here trying to find what this movie is talking about. You know that movie, It Comes at Night? I really liked that movie because it was just like a day or two's like peek into this overall horror thing that's going on. There was like a, you know, there, there was this kind of zombie level infection thing going on and the big cities are gone down and you just get like this little small window you're peeking through and it, it you, you never really leave like their house, you know? It's just yeah. like everything takes place there. And there's something kind of nice about that. Like in this movie, most of the action takes place on this street, this suburban street with, with these, you know, teenagers who are early 20s. I, I'd like to talk to you about like what you think their age is, because I'm not sometimes I think maybe it's high school. I'm, sometimes I think, is it college aged? But, you know, yeah, so that's kind of the like the, the thing. Like if, if you have sex with someone who has the curse, you the curse follows you. And that's really all you need to know is like, it's kind of a horrifying thing if you think about it. Cause first of all, you take sex, sex like at that age is sort of scary enough as it is. Then you sort of attach this demon or monster to it or the entity. It, there, it, it really, it, it doesn't abuse. It doesn't disappoint. Like it takes that premise and it follows through in a really unique and beautiful way. How would what, what would you say? Like synopsis wise, like if you were to describe it follows, like, what is it? Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, um, that, I mean, that, that really encapsulates a lot of because it's, it is, I think, I think one of the things that I enjoy the most about it, just at a, at a very basic level is, well, one of the things you touched on, I mean, it establishes very quickly and very early um the rules and the consequences yeah um like you you see i mean i think it's in the opening sequence with the the first girl you see this the consequences of if you don't get away from it what happens and we're we're actually gonna we're not gonna talk too much about the movie because we're gonna do something we've never done before but yeah and i and i understand what you're saying and it's perfect it the movie right off the bat tell it shows you well, it doesn't maybe necessarily tell you like what the what the rules are necessarily, but you know that the consequences are inevitable, basically. So yes. that's that's really scary. Uh, but what we're gonna do is for the first time, we're we're actually just gonna watch the movie, and I think it'll be fun because as we're watching it, we can kind of in the moment talk about things that we like or don't like or laugh about it, and. You could almost, if you're listening to this, you could treat it like a commentary track if you really wanted to. 
because we're just we're just gonna listen to it, turn it down, and we'll you know we may pause it if we wanted to just really get into something without missing any of the flick. But I think the idea is we'll just have a more fluid conversation about the movie if we just watch it, and you guys can all like listen and with us and watch if you want to also. It's like a commentary podcast or something. I mean, it's hello. It's just like that. <laughs> so, you know, have fun with this. This is, is going to be a long, a long uh, episode. But, I mean, our episodes tend to run long anyway. Yeah. I mean, So, this you know, is, why not just put the damn movie in there? Just enjoy. Uh, just enjoy it with just, us. I'm going to go ahead and let's watch it together. A couple of quick yes. more numbers for housekeeping purposes. Uh, this this movie had, uh, let's see, dude, I got the budget here. Just a $2 million budget. Not very much. Uh, Runtime, 101 minutes. So it's pretty snappy. It's not that long. And its total box office gross was uh, 14 and a half. We'll just say 15 million. And as far, and that's it. And I don't have its debut data available because it wasn't even the top 10 of the movies that came out that week. Uh, All the movies like The Equalizer that were out at that time, uh, a walk, among the, a walk Among the Tombstones, Guardians of the Galaxies was still playing and, and making wow. money in theaters. Yeah, Let's Be Cops, just just all those movies. It fell behind those. But I actually did see this in theaters. Like, it, there was enough buzz going around, like, social media and people that I followed to just go ahead and check it out. Uh, and I went to see it, like, at night, just on a whim. And I was very glad I did because it was, it was a fun experience. Like, it was a fun you know, horror movies are always the best if you see it in a theater with other people. It's just, there's nothing else that compares. And it, there was a decent enough crowd to where that just all the scenes that you want to hit hard that would like make people gasp did. And I, part of my affinity for this movie is also just remembering that vibe and that fun feeling that I remembered from that night. I could think of a handful of movies like that, but this is like one of them. Did you did you see this in theaters? Because it didn't make a lot of money. I did not see it in theaters, but yeah, I bet you it was in and out within a week or two. You know, it it couldn't have been in theaters for long, and I'm honestly surprised I actually saw it in theaters because of that. Uh, but it did it did get a big hit, I guess, following probably in home video, and then obviously, well, you know what does this does this movie ever play on like an HBO or a Cinemax? I don't know if I've ever seen it on any of those platforms it makes me wonder if it's just not part of a large enough conglomerate to to own it and be able to stream it you know like it's just such a slow budget indie flick yeah you'd have to watch it on like the ifc channel or something maybe maybe it stream like maybe you can watch it on uh, some cable channel but not necessarily the big premium networks but can you can you think of ever actually just tuning in and watching it follows on tv I can't remember. Uh, it is apparently streaming right now on Paramount Plus. Okay. Well, that's the streaming era too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that that, that that's you know. I th- yeah. I think that's probably just that's where this the it ends up in that catalog. So it was probably on Netflix. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, when it first came out, I bet you it was on Netflix. I bet you a lot of people know of it because it was on something like Netflix. Um, but yeah, those those are the only numbers I'm really going to get into. Well, we can talk about the cast as like the movie goes along, and we'll just uh, we'll see how this goes. Do you have your? Um, are you still set up and ready to go? I believe I'm still set up, ready to go. All right, I'm going to press play right now. 
I'm going to turn down the just a little so it's not too old. Nice, nice. Um, I like movies that set a tone with like white noise. Yes. Some unsettling noise. That's what you got right here. A lot is accomplished with this score too. Like it's got that synthy. Oh wait, this this is a great great scene. The the 360 pan. That you see a couple of shots like that in this movie, and they're really effective. Well, and there's there's a lot of really deliberate things done with uh, by the the filmmaker, and I uh, I always appreciate that. I always appreciate when somebody, you know. When you get a writer director, it, that it's it's nice because Wait, can I can I'm right here. I'm sorry. Please put a pin in that. I want to. I wanted to make a point that is something I love about this movie. I love that this movie's always like moving and following towards its victim. This is like one of those scenes. It's so good. She's like backpedaling and looking like walking backwards down the street, and it's like stalking her. Like the camera is sort of like stalking her. It's you see it a lot and I'll point it out every, every time I see it, but it's, it's such a cool effective way to, to without even seeing any monsters to just get that feeling of being chased. And it's so subtle. It's so slow and deliberate. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, that, I mean, that ties directly into what I was saying is there's such intentionality in, <clears throat> in some of the smallest things that when, you know, the, they're just, they're, they're those, those next tier things that I feel like, you know, you could, because a lot of people, like when you are just watching a movie, you're just, you know, it's okay. I'm just absorbing this as it's happening and it's hitting me in whatever ways, you know, do I like it? Do I not like it? And so there's, there's a very surface level, um, appeal that movies in general have like, okay, I'm watching this to be entertained. But yeah. when you do, and I think, you know, going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, some of what we add to this is like, okay, you know, for some people that are just watching this at that surface level, you know, maybe it's not trivia, maybe it's not this. That's maybe such it's not a that. cool shot right there, by the way. There's so many of these in the movie. Oh, man. So I many. Love the, it's like such a wide angle shot on the beach with the like car lights, uh, like lit, lighting her. Anyways. Such a well, and it's, shot. it's there's so many beautiful scenes just like this, like you said. Well, and and when you're when you're looking at it, like it's such it's a it's a nice wide shot, but it's it creates this isolation. Yep. I mean, she's the yep. focal point, but it's like okay, she's so and and just I mean the emotion behind this the phone call, and then you know when we immediately cut to the the scene after this one, it's just such this cold hard. Boom! Oh my God! Yeah the 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 the, the jump cut to yeah. her demise is crazy. There it is. Her, her yeah. Leg, her leg is like like ripped apart basically, and like pushed the opposite way a joint should be pushed. Well, and that's that's is it, it's so definitive and jarring at the same time because like okay yeah. she's there's no doubt you know she's dead, yeah. um, but it clearly was not just a oh you know she she's passed it's like no it was a it was a violent excursion that we just weren't privy to. 
Yeah, and they could have showed the monster stabbing her in a really gruesome way, and it would have not startled me as much as that jump yeah. cut. Like, Pam, that's what happened. And then well, that, they and don't linger on it for very long. It's no, just, and then it's done. You never see her. They they never talk about Annie, that character. Like I don't. Well, maybe they do. Maybe they do. But yeah, it it's the yeah, it's a very grim way to start. Like, oh my god, this this girl, this young girl who's like floating in the pool now. That's going to happen to her, I guess. <laughs> there's no there's, way and there's a that. there's a very voyeuristic tone to the entire movie. It, like it's mm, almost it's almost like as you're as you're watching this as you're seeing this, it, it's you know it's it feels like at times you know you're put in the place of you know you're observing this. You, I mean, kind of like like that opening shot. It's like it almost wants to make you feel like you're the one following her. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just... it, it really, and I, I like you it does make you feel isolated because of like, she is at the center of all. And then the camera's moving. I love the way that the, this, this movie moves like a David Fincher movie. Like I love, I've seen movies try to move and it just looks artificial and not, it looks kind of forced the yeah. way like Fincher, like it's these really subtle, slow movies. And he, this movie has that. And I know that they had Carpenter, the, um, what was the name of the director? I'm going to pull him up real quick. Uh, David Robert Mitchell. Yeah. The director, right? Um, and, I, but Carpenter and what was, I was reading the ad, like, I know they were big, but the Carpenter was like the main guy. Um, I, I really appreciate how he like kind of has these like real subtle, like in those 360 pans, like you see them a yeah. lot. Like right here is like a 360 pan. And here you got, like you got the crew, right? The crew. This is a very small kind of cast. And it's the mom is in the back. There is another thing about this movie. Very few adult interactions in this movie with, with yeah. the, the main cast at all. Like that you had the Annie running out of the house and her dad comes out and he's concerned that she runs back in the house and then back out again to the car to drive away. And then you hear, you, you got the call she makes, what she said was very emotional, emotionally charged, really, really nice. Like the, she had just a few minutes, but she was actually really convincing. In that. And, uh, that this, um, this, this cast, this young cast feels really good. What was it you'd said to me? Like it, it had a kind of Napoleon dynamite feel to it. Yes. Like kind of the way that they kind of sit around. Like, what what did you mean by that exactly? Well, like um, one of the one of the things that and, and this this scene is really perfect for it is because I know that one of the deliberate choices they made was you're not really supposed to know what time frame you're in. Mm -hmm. Like it has the the aesthetics almost feel like it has an '80s kind of look to it. But that girl there scrolling on, you know, the the little seashell phone yeah, e-reader thing. thing. Yeah, that's it's like, not okay. something you would have had in the eighties. No, that's it's like not. you look you look at a scene like this, like okay, you've got a lot of old CRT TVs. Oh yeah, you know, the decor yeah. is very retro. So in a similar sense of Napoleon Dynamite, that that was one of the things. The aesthetic feels like you know you're you're out you're in the wrong time, but there's also kind of this. Uh, this awkward, uh, yeah, because Napoleon Dynamite had modern songs in it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you, when you start watching Napoleon Dynamite, you feel like, oh, this is like this is clearly set in the eighties, but it's yeah. really just more like the the joke was 
that if you live in Idaho, you, <laughs> you realize like, okay, you're just so far yeah. behind the times. It's like in in the late nineties, you know, everything's just so far behind that the Idaho's but just like getting, her hairstyle right here, you got like the puka necklace, like that feels very nineties to me. She's got the Polaroid picture. Yep. Uh, wedged into the mirror. It feels very 80s in this way. <laughs> the way they're dressed, like right here outside of the movie theater, this feels like 70s almost to me. But then right over there, there's like a Chevy Tahoe, like a 2013 yep. like Chevy Tahoe. <laughs> so anyways, I like well, that. I like that comparison with Napoleon Dynamite. That's fun. interesting because you brought that up. And I was like, I wonder what he means by that. that and even, sense. I mean, even like the, you know, the style of, I mean, like when you look at this, like, there's not a lot of really bright colors. Um, there's not a, like everything feels like a little bit muted. Feels a little bit like okay. We well, right we, there, the the leaves are coming off like of that tree. This is a fall. This is fall. It feels like to me. And I love yeah. horror movies set in fall. <laughs> it just this makes sense. Halloween, that kind of era. Well, and they're even, wearing, even they're wearing coats. Like it, this is clearly happening in October. That, that's what well, that's but that's one of the things about it is like okay you've got you know, like people wearing jackets and this and that but at the same time like when people go people you know she's out in the pool or when people go to the beach and they're you know in shorts you know in a t-shirt they're clearly not like oh it's too cold to be on the beach in you know in that's in shorts. true like it they're all of the but all of that was deliberate all of it was okay you know just you like you don't i feel like if you're not paying attention to it you don't realize it but it's just one of those background things it's like i don't want you to be comfortable i don't want you to like okay this is in the 80s they're doing like it, mm -hmm. that's one of those things like when you can clearly define when and where you are there's a comfortability in being able to assess what you're watching and without it realizing gets you off your toes yeah you're you're like and even even to like what you were noting that with the some of the camera movements you know even those times like these shots are nice and still you know and and you get you get some movement but like some of those other shots like when she was in the pool when mm -hmm. when annie was in the street like where there's just enough movement there's like okay you're not meant to be comfortable in this shot because things continue to move this yeah. you feel like you can settle into the shot because it's a nice okay you understand you know and, and i love this it's like okay he we're in this moment here where it's like okay this is our first instance that something is off but something's even, wrong yeah even he doesn't notice it at first his whole demeanor sort of changes yeah he's on a date it's it's um we'll talk about this it's hugh uh the man she, the, the the boy she's seeing and uh and and jay jay is like our protagonist yeah um they yeah so they they were at a movie on a date where he was i guess trying to prepare to uh pass the curse and uh it got cut short because he realized that his entity was near so they are they bolted and she's she's really like you could tell like whoa whoa what the hell happened yeah what i we would were like kind to... of in the middle of yeah, this is a good scene too. This is another one I was talking about. Like it shrinks in on her. Like it's claustrophobic even. Yeah. Just very slowly. He's not even, a, he doesn't even matter here in just a second because it just goes to her. But very in the back and blurred, there's like already, yeah, right there. Oh my God. I it, it love it. I love scenes like this. It just creeps you the hell out because you don't know what that's supposed to mean just yet. 
Well, and that's that as as you follow through in the rest of the movie, that's one of the things like the more you pay attention to it, the more you note, you know, these you girls are pe- smoking, by the way. And this is like a very 80s, 90s thing again. Oh, yeah. Like, people don't just smoke and walk like this. I like this scene, too, because it's well, just and, like a and nice when, when you look at the, the two of them. Yeah. You're like, okay, you've got kids out in jeans and, and you know, T-shirts. She, uh, on on the left, she's got shorts and kind of a... Yeah, uh, those are like know. capri, like yeah. jeans or something. But then... And, and like little, and boots. Like then you've little, got like, Jay, that's a full yeah. fall. You know, you've got like a oh, late man. summer and a full yeah. fall outfit. So it's like, okay, yeah. wait a minute. What is taking place here? The, and the, you got the Astro van there in the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up in a neighborhood like this. That, I, I, all the aesthetic of that is just great because it yeah. is. It's like I, I walked I walked past houses that looked just like that growing up. It feels like every neighborhood, like it's the like any yeah. town USA, like the Kramerica, any town USA, and this <laughs> yeah. station wagon. I love the station wagon. Oh, he's he's like baby in this. He's he's putting love into a station wagon like nobody ever. Oh my has. gosh. <laughs> But it's his first ride, and you know how big that was, you know? Like, you were just and, proud to have something. Well, because you've got, I mean, because that's a full-on 80s station wagon. Yeah. And, and you've, I mean, you've got, like, you know. It's another one of those great Late 90s, pans. early 2000 model cars here. Yeah, like, that car right there is a slightly more contemporary car. Like Yeah. I was like, a, maybe it was like a Ford Taurus or something. Like, a later model Ford Taurus. I would I would like to note just for the record, uh, because I did pay attention. It was one of one of when they're coming out of the theater, they're seeing my favorite um, Audrey Hepburn movie, Charade. Oh, the Charade, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I knew you'd like. I love that, that movie. Yeah, such a good movie. So this is this is a really interesting scene. This is basically where it happens. There, he, you know, they're, they 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 escape to the beach, and they're they're necking as t- as young teenagers early 20s i'm saying this is early 20s for them he's i feel I'm like they're her, i'm putting her 19 i feel like comfortable 19 with, yeah yeah okay he looks slightly older though like he looks maybe 21 yeah uh possibly 22 but yeah so they're making out they're he's making the move she's a virgin that's established uh so this is sort of like oh no no she's not a virgin i take that back no i'm so sorry because she reveals later that she's had some sexual relationships with other uh people in this movie so i'm sorry i take that back she's not a whore or anything i'm not saying anything one of those small town whores (laughs) i love this like you're again it's creeping in on you and that car is from the 70s dude oh that is a 70s that's a 70s car all that is a big brown plymouth (laughs) with the rag top so funny that that why would he have that car why would he have that car so he's he's ready to pass it on and you have this like great, uh, the whole bit where, and it's it's really cool because, so you know the, he he does the deed and then he immediately like chloroforms her and he has to in as quick a possible way convince her that like this is like what I'm about to tell you is real, and you're not going to believe me unless you see it. So he basically knocks her out, ties her up, sits her in a wheelchair, and like takes her into this like big open like like. Uh, like abandoned like warehouse building or something, office building, and it it that in itself is just really really creepy and, and off. 
It is a very and jarring transition where you're like, wait <laughs> yeah. a minute, where did you get it's chloroform? So Right. right. Well, he gets it from the trunk. You could tell like he kind of goes back around the trunk and then he sneaks around the back as she's just sort of in her happy little uh, 19 year old world. You know, she just she's like into this boy and she's playing with this flower growing from the ground. And then he kind of first he kind of comes up like not all that menacingly, but then boom, here comes the chloroform. Well, and I mean, like that's because I, I, I feel like that's one of those things that is a little, uh, I don't know if it's overshadowed is the right word or not, but it's like, okay, he, I mean, like this whole thing, I mean, how deliberate, how deliberate he had to be. Oh, like, he, yeah. Picking Premeditated out the place. Fuck. I mean, like, <laughs> it's one of those things like, okay, because like, I feel like stuff like that is like, that's a, I mean, there's a really, I mean, that's a, Dark, much darker tone because th that is one of the elements about this is like you know because there's it kind of presents this moral quandary to where it's like okay you know if you know that you have this mm -hmm. you know it, it, what now is your responsibility with this because like okay clearly yeah. this is you know you are you know you have to deal with this but at the same time it's when I was like, when he's like, you know, just, just pass it on, you know, give it to somebody else. It's one of those is like, okay, but you know, the, you, you, you see how, how long someone holds on to those values, those morals. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you, you start to see whether or not you, you're that type of person like for real, or do you just like say it? Cause you know, it's what you should say. And everybody in this movie does it. <laughs> like nobody yeah takes the hero route everybody does it then especially like the group of friends like once they kind of start spreading it around amongst themselves they all go out and try to pass it on whether it be with some prostitutes or with some like random girls at the mall you know because the more the more people you have sex with the more like targets this thing has and one thing we haven't talked about is it moves so slow. And we're going to get our first look at it here in a minute. It doesn't move at a rate that you would ever think it could catch you. But the, the catch is it never stops. Yeah. You have to stop eventually. Like whether you pass out and sleep, you have to stop. But it doesn't. And that's frightening. Yeah. So here he is like nervously like pacing around looking. He's, he knows it's coming from a direction. But. I want to get your opinion on who you think some of these monsters are, because I I've read some things, um, and I would just I'm wondering what what your opinion is. So, because some of them are clearly, you know, it's easy to know who they are supposed to be. There's clues and hints dropped, but some of them they don't really outright say. Yeah, I think in reading some of the stuff, like I think I know who some of them are. Yeah. Um, okay. Just I'm just curious that. who you who you think and what you've read or heard. It's one of those fun things to sort of talk and debate about about this movie. Again, I like movies like that. This is cool. This is like it's like a GoPro attached or something to the chair because the the when she moves and struggles, like the camera kind of moves with her. And again, it's like okay. So was the wheelchair here? Did you bring the wheelchair? You know. Yeah. Oh, he brought it. 
Yeah, that's what's one of those things. There's like, no telling how many people he's done this with because we later learned that he gives her an alias. Like it's not even his real name. His name's not Hugh, and he's not from this town. But I love that. I love how it swings around with her, and she's she's a really good actor. Like I want to say her name because like I think she's really good, and nobody talks about her. Micah Monroe is Jay, and she's been in some other stuff. Like she's been in Independence Day, the sequel, Resurgence. Uh, she was in the fifth wave. Um, she's been in some stuff. She's definitely been in some things after this. She was in a few things before. She's really good in this. Like, I love how she plays this whole movie. Very authentically. Here, let's listen to these rules. Yeah, this is uh, well, just and because I, I think one of the things that you know, in even establishing the rules, like again, what what I like is you know, kind of this secondary world that gets created just by having to entertain. Um, some of, I like, like that he has the confidence in the rules to know he's safe to run yeah. up to her because it's not, it's no longer focused on him. Yeah, it's it's a subtle thing they do to kind of let you know how the rules work. Anyways, go ahead. Well, no, and that's I, I think that's the thing is like, all right, what what works with now um, they're running from it. She's seen it. And now they're running away. Yeah. And what what works with this is the rules are pretty simple. Um, the rules are very deliberate. Um, and in, in that it's like the rules are easy to follow. Yeah, the rules are easy. It's to... like the Nightmare on Elm Street. Like if you go to sleep, you you are encountered yeah. by Freddy in the in the nightmare realm. Like you don't it 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 doesn't create a lot of those instances. You know, it doesn't create like you know what they try to do with like the gremlins. You're like, oh, you can't mm. do like oh, you can't eat after midnight. I was like, yeah. okay, well, that's, can't get them wet. Yeah, that's yeah, that's too specific because midnight and midnight is relative like okay then you get oh, some yeah. of that the goofiness of like well what if you're you know what if you cross time zones what does right. it know like what if you cross does the, the curse no does the does yeah. their biology understand that hey real quick we'll just go through these because there's like three of the main characters right here you got the sister uh who is played by uh Keir gilchrist no no that that's paul sorry that's paul Keir gilchrist the little nerdy guy uh, the sister is, what's her name? got her, uh, oh, is it Danielle? No, that's not it either. Is well, no, Greg is her name, right? Is Greg the sister? Uh, no, that's no, 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 that's not. Let me see here. Shit, man. I need to work on this. Okay. Well, and interesting, interesting point. <clears throat> about this scene with uh, what they're doing here. I, uh, the card game they're playing is Old Maid. So, <laughs> a very childish game. Well, but also the point of the Old Maid is to do what? Avoid the Old Maid card. Avoid being the one with, okay, you pull the Old Maid. Like that's, it, it, it again kind of connects you to the, the subject matter of like, okay, you don't want to be the one with the old maid card you want to pass it on to somebody else oh yeah the consequence okay. of you having the old oh, maid card nice. is subtle. i didn't get that because i never played old maid yeah okay 
Yeah. So if you're the one at the end of the game with the old maid card, you lose. You want to try and get somebody else to take it away from you so that you can win the game. So again, kind of that that a uh, subtle consequence. Nice. Yeah. See, I just read that as like it feels like they're kind of at that age where they're kind of transitioning to adulthood, all of them. So they're at that. Well, they're, they're they still enjoy childish things, but it, on the other hand, they're having sex. You know what there, I mean? Yeah, there's an immaturity <laughs> to the the lifestyle that they're they're leading, but they're they're kind of like knocking on the door of adulthood, like the responsibilities mm-hmm. and the the weight of what it means to be an adult. And she looks like she's just been raped. Like she got dropped off. She's got the blanket around her. There's cops. You know, she just it. Everything reads feels rapey. Yeah. Which is another horrible thing to, you know. Another one of those real great uh, isolated shots in the hospital. Where's her parents? Like, <laughs> again, where are the parents of this movie? They're just, shouldn't somebody be with her right now? Well, and I think, because I think there's a part, like, because they, um, like there's just as much of a delve into you know the the allegory of uh of an std like you had mentioned oh there's the wheelchair yep <laughs> it just left the wheelchair behind no time to pack the wheelchair apparently and i and i, I love because it's it's one of those is like there there's a part of it like um very napoleon dynamite shot there <laughs> it, well, it's a, yeah it's a, a, I'm like you gotta just put mustard on that sandwich. We're like yeah. oh, directed by Jared Hess. Yeah. Um. Again, '70s kitchen, dude. Oh, totally. Uh look at that! Look at that stove, like that oven. That is a '70s oven, dude. Even her mom's like wood paneled uh, walls. Somebody needs to go touch those, <laughs> those, straighten those frames out a little bit. Okay, right there. See that guy? That. The old the creepy old naked guy on the roof. Yep, that's her dad. Do you see him? Do you notice him? No, no, no. It wasn't. The oh dad. no, no. Yeah, on the roof. Her dad's the one at the pool. That's right. Dad's the one at the pool at the end. Right. This is an odd scene. <laughs> like standing in the bathroom with inspecting her. Uh, I guess she's just making sure nothing's. That's uh, like that is that is one of the things uh, <laughs> about this movie that especially as an adult and and i don't know if oh, i that read jump scare that's a good jump yes scare. that's, that's, a, a, that's good a great jump scare. jump scare yeah the ball hitting the window off to the side out of frame and she's like oh i think we're gonna see one of our other monsters too by the way like yeah it kind of the the peeping kid yeah. yeah the same one for the bushes you were saying but it, like i don't i don't know if i read that she's 19 somewhere or i just made that up in my head because it's like there's a part of it's like okay, I need her to be at there least nineteen, is. because I'm like otherwise there are parts of this I was like that feel almost like there's just implicitly creepy for me. There's to be Greg, watching. so Greg Greg is in this classroom, right? But yeah. this feels like a college. That's classroom. That, yeah. This doesn't feel like a high school classroom. No, no. But one thing, and I love this sort of homage to Halloween, by the way. Yes. With uh, the it's the class, like the, the you know, the last girl, so to speak. Yes. Uh, kind of distracted and staring off through the window. And then, you know, you see the your monster, basically. But when she sees the old woman walking toward her and she's disturbed because, like, she still doesn't really believe what is happening to her. Like, what? Why would you believe that? Right. It's creepy that that old woman was there, but she you know, he could have 
put her up to that, right? Honestly, I mean, nothing supernatural has happened to her yet, but yeah. it's still it's still kind of there, and there she it's is. It still kind of hovers in that realm of plausibility. Yeah, but as she gets up and leaves, one the the teacher is she goes like like where do you think you're going? Like a college t- professor probably wouldn't give a shit. That feels like more a high school to me. Like yeah. they would give a shit. They have to give a shit. This old woman. I don't know who this old woman is supposed to be. Have you heard any theories or what? So that's why I think this is high school because like, would, I mean, it's not to say they couldn't also be in the same college class, but I don't know. I think, I think college that's what, campus like, people are sitting out on the quad, like reading. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it, again, it's like what you said. They don't let you get comfortable in like, is it yeah, high school? Like, is okay. it college? Like, I don't, know I don't know what is happening or where that I'm at. That jacket what. is the 70s as shit right there. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it's like, well, and, and you know, like. I, I'm like the annoying, like, person that screams shit in the theater. <laughs> that jacket is 70s as shit. That jacket is 70s as shit. <laughs> That's what you get with this experience. <laughs> Me just screaming shit. There she is. I, like I love the, the John Carpenter, like kind of like or psycho kind of sound effects, like whatever that is building the tension. She got a knee brace on like she's ready to like, hey, once <laughs> I uh, dismantle you, I'm going to head over and I'm going to play dodgeball. Yeah, she's going to get into some like rec league action. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what I'll get. So like um, as um as he was explaining kind of the rules, like what he needed, he's like, so they're slow, but they're smart. Are they smart though? Like, why would they pick these sort of, and then he also says, and we didn't talk about this. We talked over it. They can take the shape of someone, you know, or someone you don't know anything it can do to get close to you. Yeah. But, but why would it take like the shape of this old elderly woman? It's I, like, I Hey, know. let me, uh, let me set you off by, having this really creepy old lady that you may or may not know. Yeah. I mean, she, maybe she does know. She doesn't say she doesn't. But it's like, like the, 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 <laughs> and it, just, just because of, um, you know, because of the reality of this is a film, like it is one of those things that's funny. It's like, okay, you've got the lady that's, you know, completely bare ass naked in the first <laughs> shot. I was like, yeah, because that would be so much more awkward to have that lady. Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, whoever it is, just like completely naked, just walking through the school. I was like, yeah, that would be a super weird shot. The entities do appear in various stages of undress, though. I don't, yeah. and I don't really understand. I've read some stuff, and I don't know if it's just some people spinning yarns and like noodling for something that sounds good. I don't know if they really believe it, but yeah, it, I, I like this word. It, again, it's like working at the mall. This is like the, my friends working at the mall. And it, I know it's like a little ice cream shop, like one of those like ice cream shops you see in like every little town where, yeah, uh, you know, you just walk up to it. It's outside and just, you know, and then so she's kind of like explaining like the shit that's going on to her sister who is Lily. I don't want to pronounce her name. Seppi, Sep, Sep, I don't know. She plays the sister. She's really good. I, I like their kind of uh, chemistry feels so authentically sister. It really, 
it almost makes me think they are sisters, but I know they're not. You know what I mean? Like they. Oh yeah. Not all like not all sibling relationships play right. Like come across authentic, like in a real household. This one feels good. Well, and one of the things that I did read um, is especially with the uh, some of the the naming convention. Uh, the girl at the beginning, Annie. Um, Annie was the name of one of uh, the, she was the was she the babysitter the other babysitter it was Olivia in Halloween. picking her toenails. <laughs> um, but uh, Jay is short for Jamie. She's named after Jamie Lee Curtis, oh. who in real life has a sister, Kelly Curtis. So Jay and Kelly is Jamie. Look and at Kelly that Curtis. shit, dude! It's like a CRT TV on top of a on big top of the down. TV. <laughs> like this one stopped working, so we just got a smaller, that, shittier that one. That is like every den or rec room of every grandparent that I grew up visiting. You know, it was yeah. like that same thing. It's the big, the big old TV with the smaller TV on top, probably because the big TV does. So funny. I like I love that they decide to have a sleepover. This is so much fun. I sleepovers are just great anyway when you're growing up. But here you have like these like kind of collection of work I assuming they're like late teens, early twenties. Uh they're having a like a sleepover, like strength in numbers. Like they kinda all come together and you got you got Paul here sitting uh sleeping on the couch watching some old like, I don't even know what this is. This is like, that's like free stock footage that they got, really. That's the only reason you'd be watching that, <laughs> you know? Or or they could have been going for, like, the whole Halloween thing where they're watching, like, an old black and white movie. The right? thing. Like, the thing, exactly. This feels maybe, like, kind of like a nod to that, possibly. Yeah, it's one of those, like, it makes me like, hey, do you guys ever think you'll get more than just the shitty old black and white movie channel? <laughs> like, what is that? It was like yeah, a crappy like, pterodactyl puppet thing with smoke effects all over well, the place. You can't and see the strings. It's, I mean, like, it's when I was like, this is a TV that He's has wearing like a hypercolor shirt. That's a hypercolor shirt. That is definitely a hypercolor shirt. <laughs> but it's, it's when I was like, okay, if you're using one of those TVs, it's got four channels. And you have yeah. to turn it by hand. So it's one of the local channels. What local yeah, channel yeah. is broadcasting in like a 1943 I you mean, know, monster movie. Uh, but every every like town has like that sort of kind of cable access sort of channel too. Like not cable access because it's not cable, but you know, like not the big networks, but they still have their own thing. Like they all and all they play are like Andy Griffith reruns all day long, <laughs> you know. But they, this is the kind of stuff they might play at, at two in the morning. This crap because it's cheap. Yeah, so you got this kind of little crush. Like, I like that this this feels also authentic of, like, this age and era or time period of your life where you have these, like, little crushes, and you're kind of, like, he lives, I guess, on the same street, so he's still within her grasp, but he's probably feeling like, when she moves out, like, I'm not going to have a shot with her ever, you know, like, once she's gone. But this, this, this like, little kind of, and I've I've heard I've read some like real ominous theories about Paul, <laughs> like these actually like, and I don't know maybe there's something to it because like when he offers to stay the night and the girls both go like no like they don't want him there, but he's he's played like he's the harmless, uh, ducky character right, 
like the friend zoned guy. Yeah, he I mean there's there's I mean if we weren't meant to appreciate Paul, uh he is automatically the number one suspect for a school shooter. Cause that is just oh, yeah. like his whole like the whole thing for him is like I mean, he's just like, oh, dude, you're a super... Like, if he didn't grow up across the street from these two girls, there's no way they ever talked to him, ever, in their entire life. Right, right, right. But that's how it was back in the day, man. You just... Sometimes you you hung out with people you didn't even like all that much sometimes. (laughs) Just something to do. Well, and I I like... Because this is one of those scenes that's kind of... It's that palate cleanser, where it's like, okay, you get this... You get this little interlude between Paul and Jay to where they're having this conversation, reminiscing. It's light. It's fun. Yeah. It's, you know, it kind of takes you back out of that, that ominous nature. And then here we are with the, with the shot where it's like, okay, it's, it's this voyeuristic, just watching Jay kind of shot and yeah. then cut out to this wide one. And again, yeah. we're, we're back into that. Okay you're you're jarred away from whatever comfortability you had in that moment to okay what's happening what's when is broken you know yeah you hear the broken glass and since you know paul is there is meant to be there to protect i guess he goes and checks it out and doesn't see anything because why would he and then so he goes and he's gonna get i guess he's going to get her sister and so he leaves her now she's yeah. downstairs by herself, but she, but he just checked it out, so like there's no reason for her to like be alarmed. But sure enough, she sees uh, her first like entity, I guess. And I don't know who this is supposed to be. I don't either. And and I I'm, don't I don't really understand what's happening too. Like she's urinating on herself. That's she's, that's from like <laughs> okay. What is uh what is the significance of like I'm pissing on the kitchen floor. <laughs> Like that's a there's a boob hanging out. She looks like she got like she lost a tooth or something. Like she's I mean, she looked beaten. like she's been in a street fight and she did not come out on top. Yeah, yeah. She's got two black eyes like a raccoon, and Missing she's just teeth. slowly coming at her. And, and so, it, so yeah, and she does the thing you're not supposed to do. She runs up the stairs. <laughs> Which is my favorite scene of the whole damn thing is coming up. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, what's funny is like I honestly I remembered that scene being far longer and more involved when I when yeah. I rewatched. I was like, oh, I remember this being a bi- a bigger deal. This yeah. It that's one of that that scene played huge in a theater with other people. <laughs> so unnerving and jarring. Cause he's this, it's this like gigantic man. Oh my gosh! He's so tall. He's like seven foot seven. I looked up. Yes. Well, and, and this this is this is a, a, a an an interesting part of the movie because she's just acknowledged. I saw it. Yeah. Like, oh at, yeah. At school, she was unsure of what was going on. Yeah. You know, she's you know a little paranoid. Right. You know, but she's like, she has like, okay, she is now back in this. She's in a place where she's isolated even amongst her sister and Paul because she's the only one that can see it. 
I love that she so she let in her um is it her it's Paul and is the other girl her sister? She yeah. lets them like she barricaded herself up in a room and she let them in. So there's one other friend who's out there still. And I guess maybe her mom too, I guess. Mom yeah, mom's passed out. <laughs> yeah. So oh, it's so good. So you you know something's on the other side of that door. And it yeah. it lingers on that door. And Paul, ever the hero, he's got like, hey, I got a broom. Not even like a full size broom. That's like a play broom. <laughs> I got this broom, man. Don't make me use it. It's yeah, so you know, like but as a listener, you're like, can it mimic voices? You don't know. You know, like that's Yara's voice. There don't she open is. the door as she opens the door. See, it's just Yara. Everything's fine. What are you freaking oh out about? God. Oh, I don't know. That giant man <laughs> that you can't see. He just like barges like it's so crazy. I really felt like this scene was like he really chased her through the house more. I don't know why oh, I remember. Right. It being no, that she way. yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. She just jumps on her bike and then rides away. Like yeah, peace out. Here's Greg. He's got some like random honey. So, you know, he has no problem passing on a curse if he were to get yeah it. greg greg's greg's not, <laughs> friends no are like what the fuck they're like standing out in the front yard like what happened just now because they can't see it yeah i like that she stops at like the like the neighborhood like park playground and she's riding a bike too it's like all oh, again it's like childish it's like all very yeah. childish going Stop to somewhere that she feels you know like okay this is a place i recognize and at yeah. the same time, like one of the things, because th my initial gut reaction was like, okay, why on earth did you come to the park? But like right. at the same time where she's at, she has yeah. 360 visibility with the light. Yep. So she can yep. see anybody it or make, anything. It's, it's a really smart move, really. Yeah. yeah. Go to a go to a wide open space. Well, because that's another thing Hugh says, like, don't ever go into a place that doesn't have a, like a back exit, you know? Yeah. Don't ever get pinned in. And he has an interest in her survival too, see, because he he by her staying alive, it keeps it off of him. So I, I like that. I like that twist. Like he he doesn't just like infect her and split. He's smart about it. Like he's like, hey, you need to be on your toes because we're kind of in this together now. Even though you didn't ask to be. I didn't ask to be either. Very isolated, very alone. Another great shot. I am I am disappointed though that she doesn't seem to be looking behind her at all. Even though yeah. she has the perfect 360 point of view. And here come the friends. I like too that you can't necessarily tell who's coming. Like it's a great it's like lit perfectly. Yeah. And of course it's the, the sister and the friend. <laughs> they caught up with her on foot. Those are good friends. Those are good friends. To take off in the middle of the night like that on a bike, and you have to try and find them on foot. They must have just had a feeling where she was going. You can't tell mom because she'll freak out. It's like uh, I don't know that your mom's gonna freak out about anything because pretty sure your mom's wasted twenty four seven. Yeah. And here, hey, it's Greg. Yeah, it's Greg. Like I like she's like you see him. <laughs> so she's already she's bought in. She's one hundred percent bought in. At Do this you guys point. also see Greg? Yeah, we all see Greg. I like Greg. I feel bad for Greg in a way because he is kind of a likable character. You know, like 
because he, he he's pitted up against Paul. You 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 know what I mean? Like you yeah. as a as a as a as a, a viewer, you kind of have to feel like, well, am I on Paul's side or am I like as a guy anyway? I don't know why I would do this, but I do. Like, do I want? Do I like Greg better? Do I like Paul better? Right? I don't know. Greg kind of comes across as that sort of neighborhood tough that I wouldn't have anything in common with. But I mean, the way you see he took care of that uh, station wagon, the way he did, he has, he has heart, you know? Oh yeah. He, well, and he's like, Hey, he's I a got good a place guy. Go. <laughs> he's kind of got like an Eddie Edward Furlong look too, which also like goes back to the nineties thing. Yeah. So this movie was in Detroit, right? This was shot in Detroit, and you get all yep. these like really interesting uh, shots of just abandoned parts of Detroit. I liked too in that movie. Um, uh, what's the movie where the guy is blind and he's got like the 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 they're trying to rob him, and uh, he's got like a woman tied in his basement, and they don't know. They're just kind of like there to rob his. Oh, safe. don't breathe. Yeah. That was in Detroit too, and I love that too because he's like he's getting away with all this crazy shit because he's like the last dude standing in this neighborhood that just fled, and he's just still living there. This feels kind of like those scenes. Yeah, this definitely feels like you kids probably shouldn't be here. I mean, <clears throat> this is this is Detroit. Like the <laughs> suburban Detroit, you're fine. But like, when yeah. you get into Detroit, Detroit. This is like, a great, 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 great shot. I love this shot. It looks like it could be a poster or something. It's just so good. Whoever shot like the cinematographer has an eye, dude. He has an eye. It was like, you'd see somebody looking from back there. You get that. But so like, this is the house that I think she thought that uh, Hugh was living in. And this is like I just, their first, like, kind of... <laughs> I, I gotta give it up to this kid. Because I'm like, you've gone to extreme lengths. Oh, yeah. Look at that. He's got some, some booby traps going and stuff. He thought I mean, everything he, out. He's, got, he's like, been okay. at this a while. I mean, he, he's he's got this house. Yep. And he's rigged it up to where it's like, okay, clearly he was in this house. Yep. I was like, I don't know well, how long... I, I guess what his deal is, he probably goes to like, <clears throat> and I don't, while he's being followed the whole time, I don't know how he, the kids, you gotta, he's a survivor. He's like Newt from Aliens. Like the kid is a survivor. It doesn't even have like working toilets. Like he's, he's shitting in a bucket here, right? He's definitely oh, yeah. shitting in a bucket. Is that, are those his meds or just like abandoned meds? I don't know. It's Detroit. You got to love abandoned it's meds Detroit. in Detroit. <laughs> I love this. I'm like, why would that happen? Like, oh. That's that's kind of a shitty jump scare, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that one was like, hey, that piece of the wall fell out. <laughs> it fell out, and his sister just happened. You know. I don't hate it, but it's compared. It's it's a bad jump scare compared to the ball hitting. Yeah, so they're looking for Hugh. He's clearly. So that, there's a bit of detective work going on, which is another fun little trope you got when, yeah, like in the ring, you know, she's now she's yeah. doing the microfiche and she's doing the yeah. detective work, trying to figure out what's going on. This is like their version. They don't have the the resources. Let that me move she these did. four cups. 
there might be something <laughs> vital up here behind one of these four blue cups. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm an adult man, and I'm not, like, attracted to these girls, but I was a Yara, a Yara guy. I would have been, like, more for Yara. <laughs> I like her. He's, I like her vibe. I just like that Greg is fully, like, okay, he's, he, you feel like Greg's here because, like, okay, hey, what's up with this J girl? But then, like, hey, what's up with this other chick? And it's like, dude. You left a. You were in a car with a chick. Yeah. To I was like, oh hey, what's going on with uh, these chicks? It was like, I love that he's comfortable enough to just plop down and like look through the nudie like, magazines that are left behind. That's a pretty and, healthy like spank bank right there. Like, there's a lot of magazines. And he's just like, I love that. Like, uh, in the middle. What like, is that? A green shag carpet? What is that? In, in the middle of, of one of the magazines, like, oh, hey, I found he a vital piece. He is in something sticky right now, dude. I guarantee it. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know that I would have been like, let's sit down right here. I love that they found a clue, though. Like, he brought a, yeah, it's like, like, there's okay. a photograph of him. Hey, And I guess that was, was that Annie in the photograph? I didn't even really pay attention. I just know that that was supposed to be the But guy. like, again. But they, I, they did, but it's Scooby-Doo. They get the jacket. they like, what kind of jacket is that? Oh, that's from that school across, you know, other side of town or whatever. A couple towns over. That's pretty good. Well, and it's. That's the kind of thing that would happen here. You know, people are so familiar with high schools and shit here where you could immediately narrow it down. Like, oh my God, that's. That's a Seneca coat. I know it. Oh, that's a Sanex jacket. <laughs> but it, next I, stop, Sanex High School. What, what I what I love is like okay. In again, I go to this me, this little this secondary world that's created by the things that are happening in the movie. And I'm like okay, so again. so Hugh is in this house, sort of part time living there. Yeah, uh, which but I, he lives at home still too. He also lives at home. He lives so at like, home with his mother still. It's when I was like, okay, is this just like I'll go to my mom's house, I'll go to my parents' house for a couple of days, then I'll go over to that shitty abandoned house, and like he's got it down. It's just like the 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 it has to just keep. I was like, oh my gosh, we're going. He's, he just went back to his mom's house. I just got to this house. I got to walk <laughs> yeah. back over to mom. It's like, oh my gosh, dude. It, it never gets discouraged, though. It doesn't care. So it's just, but, like, I love that, in, again, in this little secondary world, like, he's in this shitty house somewhere Look in Detroit. Look at that denim jacket. Oh, yeah. His 80s, 80s, again, from the 80s. Does Yara always seem sleepy to you? She is yeah. always asleep, ready to sleep. <laughs> the dialogue here is Brushing like. Brushing her teeth, getting ready. <laughs> his real name is Jeff, not Hugh. No, I just said his real name is Jeff. Oh, <laughs> they have so history. They have was, history. Was Hugh just a made-up name? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> also, in that last scene, if you didn't notice, girl walking towards the car slowly. Great. Mm -hmm. Great. Another one almost oh, yeah. snuck in there. It is. Yeah. You're just you're meant you're meant to notice it. Is that a entity? Now they've tracked down Jeff. This is Jeff at his actual house. There's right. his car. And I just and love something like, happens that I did not expect. <laughs> no. 
And it's like, I love just the way that, again, it's kind of a Napoleon thing to where it's like, okay, you got three of the kids out by the car, yeah. Greg over by the other car. Because this, this. Oh, Uncle Rico is 100% selling. Uh, he's selling this lady back. Tupperware right now. <laughs> Look at that car. That's another Plymouth, an old Plymouth from the 70s. Yeah, that's, well, that's a Jeff slash Hughes car. So let's take stock of the situation. She fucking basically raped, not, we didn't rape her, but he did like, you know, he did a bad thing to her. He, she knows what he did. And here he is. They're just like all kind of sitting. Now they got their little juices, you know, sitting in a circle, like crisscross applesauce in the backyard, talking it up like kids. Like this is like, these are kids playing in the backyard. It's a very weird situation (laughs) just because it's like, this this is where it feels uncharacteristic. Slow, slowly walking up from the background again. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> it doesn't, but it's smart because, you know, again, he has everything to gain for her to be successful. So he's gonna try and, you know, but like she doesn't like tell like she could have like she could have been emotional and like with the mom answering the door like your son did this shit to me like she doesn't. She plays her cards to her chest. She gets, she gets, you know, to talk to him. She's walking way too like fluidly to be the, the entity. Yeah. You ought to know better. They all got their identical little, like the mom definitely set that up. She's bringing pizza, like team Gino's pizza rolls. Probably out and and, and like, like right in any second on a all, plate. All of the little, th- the, it's just the little things that entertain me. It's like they're in the backyard, but like they're simultaneously so far away from the back of the house. Like there are seats they back are. there on the back patio. Yeah, to where it's like, hey, we could just sit and chill on the back patio and talk. We're like, she's no, got, no, no. she's got a Mitch quality to her that I really. She appreciate. is just out cold. She's like, huh. it's been like forty five minutes since I napped or had a snack, and I am just. <laughs> done <laughs> i'm so yara i'm a yara guy i'm gonna say it i'm there with you i it, what a perfect time to get a little little uh, catnap in no one else can sleep she might as well sleep yeah so now they're i guess going out to the uh the lake house which again like we're we're coming up to like i don't know how far away this house is right I don't think but, it's going to be very far. I don't not too far. Far enough to like go from the suburbs to a beach, though. Yeah, I mean, like at, at wherever they're at in Michigan, it's like okay. I mean, maybe they're close to the UP. You know that whole area in the northern. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. Great I bet lakes. it's in, like, it's got to be like the Detroit area, though, right? I mean, it's definitely Detroit. So I mean, what other lakes could it be other than I don't know? You you know the area better than I. Sure. I have to I have to look up. I, I'm I'm not uh, a Michigan guy. Let me let me go. Whatever. It's the same. I think I'd like to think it's the same uh, lake that Stifler partied at in American Pie, because that was another Michigan lake setting. All right. So okay, we've got we've got Detroit. This is such a great shot. Lake. Saint this feels Claire. like so many horror like movies where you have the long uh, like. Like the trees are lined up perfectly. Like, where have I seen this shot before? Like, do you remember that movie? Um, Evil Dead, kind of as you're coming up to the cabin. 
Well, yeah, it definitely has that feeling too, especially with the old ass station wagon. You um, got a mild Amityville vibe coming up to this mm, lake house. That's true. That's true. But do you remember that movie with uh, Nicole Kidman where she's like in the uh, house with her kids? The others. Uh, the others. Yeah, there was like there was like a similar kind of because like the husband like you you left into the fog like you went in and out of that fog. It was, it was yeah, really effective. But so like my my thing with this is like all right, it's been a couple of days now since we've since the the it right. has been close to her right and it's when i was like okay i know like wherever they go like it would just i kinda... love that the sister's sleeping in bed with her that feels so authentic yeah and just and there's paul probably looking yeah. at another uh dirty <laughs> another magazine, <spank> magazine. <laughs> he brought some what with a creepy him. what a creepy thing to do honestly man well because it's like he brought him up in that one conversation look at this shirtless uh jean jacket action right here he's he's got a very steve harrington vibe to me oh yeah okay let's see that good call good call because uh paul reminds me of the other guy uh that what's her face ends up dating um oh friggin uh yeah, I hate that kid too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm yeah, I, like the first season, I didn't love Steve Harrington, but every season after, it's Steve, I'm 100% pro Steve all the way. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. After season one, ever I think everybody was. But this, this too is like because I, I, I love, and I think I think it was one of the things that I was reading. It's like you know, and going again with uh, the the motif that you've been uh, referring to as well is like. Like it is, it's just such a kid thing. Like, all right, what if we shoot it? That'll probably work. You should get good well, at shooting. This is a better plan than the final plan. <laughs> like that's oh the yeah, most this is a much I've better scene. <laughs> all of their plans are really just pretty stupid. Yeah, but that's but it feels realistic. You know, like what plan would you come up with? Like the, you know, especially the, if you're being chased. The one, the one thing that I really just that I think does bother me about it is like I know that how much she sits with her back against shit well and how <laughs> how how often yeah it's like you never position yourself like if you're going to position yourself uh position yourself with the ocean to or to the with the lake to your back yeah that makes more sense. I was like, because you could hear of, the waiting. Yeah, I, the odds of it coming noise. out of the water are yeah. Right. Well, it's like okay, clearly this like it's now made its way here because we see it coming in the back. Yeah, um, and that's Yara. It's it's Yara. That's, yeah. And that's it's interesting because like for the first time you see the entity as and there she is actually in real life. Yeah. In the back. So whoops. <laughs> But it, like it's one of those like I I know the, like you can't it can't just be like you're perpetually moving. Um, but at the right. same time, it's like these guys. Do like, we have go, time to like go lay out on the beach? These guys go places and just hang out in a spot for a length. Oh my god, amount. that's and, such a great. This and what I love about this point is this is now the point where everybody else is now cross like they can't see it yeah boom hits him out of there and there yeah. goes paul there's no yeah one of the, paul's first 
Paul's like, oh, and you know, shit. Greg go. Greg walks a really long way to take a piss. Like, he's <laughs> like, hey guys, you might have walked back to my house back in Detroit to take a piss. <laughs> now that I know he was taking a piss, I'm like, why did you walk so far away? All right, let's go uh, into let's go into a room that uh, has like one. I mean, it, it does have a secondary. They don't learn. But it's like, all right, here, nobody shut the door. I love that Greg's like, what are you doing? What the, what are you doing, man? Can't see like, oh, boom. So like this thing can be shot. This is where the rules like start getting redefined, right? Okay. So first of all, all right. it can, it can touch, like it can interact with uh, people other than who it's stalking. Cause it hits Greg or Paul, yeah. sorry, hits him out of the way. Uh, so now we know that it can interact on a physical plane, like other people. And there's the tall dude again. We just saw him by the window, but then now yeah. we're going to see the kid. Yeah, it's changing forms and, you know, boom. I don't know. I'm not even sure how that blows out like that. Did he kick it? <laughs> Almost like a shotgun blast. Here's the feral. There's Greg. Which I, love. <laughs> I know he does. He's like a little rat boy. <laughs> Greg still doesn't believe, though, because he was taking a piss. He didn't see the thing grab its hair. That was such a fun moment when you see the hair go up. It, 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 I mean, it just, and I like because it's simple. Again, like, yeah, like you can pull the, that off with some wires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and the what what does what does bug me is like, all right, come on, guys. Like, I feel like the Goonies could have figured this out. Yeah. Um, but it's what I was like. Okay, let's. He just, looks like you know what that kid looks like. He looks like a younger version of the neighbor from the Burbs. Yes. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Yes. He's got like the, yeah. the suspenders on and like he's got, uh, he looked, and now it's changed form again. Is that Annie? I can't tell. kind of looked like her. Yeah. Kind of looks like Annie coming up the, the she's, thing. I got to say, she's moving a little quicker here. She's still yeah. walking, but that's a little quicker than, I mean, she, cause it's a slightly, the direction was like, she didn't take the direction good enough here. I think like the director's like slower, slower, slower. Well, I but love once it. again, like she runs off, leaving her friends behind. She's like chasing after her. I'm going to get in the car. It's like, okay. All right. If you pause right like, why here, wouldn't she at this point, at least stop, pause for a second to let yeah, them in. Everybody in the car is just like, nope. Screw She's you guys. Better off I'm with going them, home. her like they, she should be with them. But you know, of course, well, and she loses control of the station wagon. It's a big old car, man. Like I, one of the things that did like that. I mean, like I get, <clears throat> like it, and because this this is where this is where it starts to bug me because i'm like all right okay all right now we're gonna start picking shit apart i'm with you dude i hear you well it what bugs me is all right we because we specifically like when she sees the girl in the kitchen pissing herself mm -hmm. that's when she jay crosses the line into okay this is real yeah when we're I on believe. the beach and we've talked about it. Like she's she's told them all of the details are like, okay, this is what he said it was. This is you know, all right, this is what it's supposed to. Like. And it was corroborated with by um, Hugh slash yeah. Jeff. And, and so, and it's like, all right, it's one of those things. Like it's still far fetched. And you're like, all right, I, I mean, I'll go with it just because uh, you know she's saying it, he's saying it, and clearly they're. I mean, these guys at least believe it together. Uh, even if you don't 100%, when you see the hair go up, 
yeah. and Paul goes flying, you right. at least have to you at least have to acknowledge, okay, we're dealing with something that we don't totally understand that it there's sef- definitely something going on here. We still can't see it, but like there's something more to this than what she's saying. And so because of that, it's like, all right, what do they do? They immediately run into that boathouse and just stop. And I was like, no, I, I get that you're afraid. Yeah. This but this already failed. We already tried this tactic. But I'm like, okay, if we know that it's right outside of here, why are we not moving? Why are yeah. we like, and, and that's. You think that's, it's just going to get bored and go away? That's where it's like, okay, somebody in the midst of this has to have. And like, that's, that's the part where I'm like, okay, you, you're still a bunch of kids. You're not going to have this all planned out, but like you should, by the way, that scene right there where she's like staring out through the hallway and she seems kind of stiff. I've had like, I used to get like sleep paralysis a little bit from time to time. That felt very much like what it felt like to have like the sleep paralysis where you're awake, but you're kind of still asleep. And it, that way that that looked felt very much like i don't know if that was their intention but it it it, it was effective that that freaked me out that like little little hallway scene well and cuz like at this at this point outside of jay if you're yara paul kelly greg and greg's going to be shaky at it cuz greg didn't see it but if you're, but he's got to believe at this point, hundred percent, right? Because everyone this, else saw it at this point. Even, I mean, even if he wants to still, you know, like, I don't believe it. It was like, the reality is, okay, everybody else is coming up with a plan. And if he's going to be a participant, it's like, okay, what's my role? So at least he's, he's at least a willing participant in what are, okay, what's the plan now? Yeah. And I, I think in that it's like, okay, that's where it's like, you have to say, all right, what does this look like for us going forward? Like, how do we stay on top of this? Like, how, like, what are, what are, this is where you start brainstorming, like, okay, even Hugh, I mean, like, when you see how prepared Hugh was for this, and it was like, Hugh was on his own. Yeah. Hugh had, yeah, Hugh, we don't, we don't know what Hugh got, what information he was given, right? Yeah. It's like, Hugh, I, I have to believe that. It, well, he, I think he tells a story like he met someone in a, at a club. So I don't think she gave him the same treatment of. Yeah. So it's like forcing okay, him Hugh to see the reality. Is, is operating without a support group, without, you know, friend. Like he's just. Yeah. It's just him and his mom, apparently. <clears throat> yeah. Greg, and it's like. With the, with the, like, he's got three, not one, but three high school girls. Those are high school girls. And he's 100%. just like, hey. I just had sex with a girl in the hospital. <laughs> what do you think about that? And she's like, do you want to go have sex with me right now after that? Oh, man. But everybody knows that kid. Like, you look at him and you think, like, not much to him. But some kids can just score with the ladies. And Gre- you know, that's Greg. And Paul couldn't be more furious. Oh, he is just seething right, right now. I would like, I would like to note that he's sitting next to Kelly and she's reading mountains magazine it just says mountains i didn't even notice that i just noticed it as like it just says mountains and i was like what there's a magazine that's just mountains and she's like i mean i can see somebody who's like into hiking or something you know 
maybe subscribe to a couple. Like, of those. oh, let me just. Oh, is that the new mountains monthly? Oh, I haven't See, seen because I was yet. thinking it might have been like a like a knockoff porn nudie mag mountains magazine, like like it's women with large tubes. Another one <laughs> of Paul's. Like, Paul, is this another? Did you have you seen sprinkling? <laughs> Where are you getting these? I was at the hospital. Just, and then there's another one of those CRT TVs just chilling yeah. out on top of a garbage yeah. can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. So at this point, she feels like now I have a little bit of a buffer, right? And yeah. he was probably feeling real good right now because not only did he pass it to her, she passed it to Greg, who passed it to possibly up to three people. So now, so this is the part of the movie where, like, I think. He he doesn't see anything for a while, leading yeah. probably leaving him into this sort of false sense of security. And now you start to think like, well, he doesn't really believe the story now. He's leaving himself vulnerable, most likely. But if you think about it, this thing's got to slowly catch up and kill possibly three new people before he can even get to Greg. Well, and and in that, but it's it doesn't like, okay. seem like he thought of that. So it makes me believe maybe he didn't think it was real. There's and on top of that, you know, just as much action as Greg seems to be getting, yeah, it's it's one of those is like, I would have to imagine if the thing's coming back for Greg, then clearly it's mangled whoever he's recently slept with, yeah. And it's like, it's one of those like, okay, if it's 92, if it's 2021, whatever year we are here, it's like, I feel like even if it's not like modern day where it's like, oh, you would be getting up to the minute news updates on your smartphone, which no one has except for. I would at least your, be watching the evening news. It would be one of those things. Any- I kind of feel like, you know, the, the idea that uh, teenagers are being brutally butchered in the streets yeah oh with their legs and shit broken like backwards it's one of those i feel like greg's like oh that's so weird i just slept with cindy the other day and jasmine and i was like they're all dead oh that's brutally murdered <laughs> this see i was like i know these guys were just talking about how there's yeah. some entity but i haven't seen it greg's I don't know a dumbass he-, he did absolutely nothing to protect himself at all like even her, she is like watching through the window even now, and that's when she sees uh, uh, something suspicious. She's like, hey, "Let me just. Here's what I'll do for the rest of my life. I'll stay awake and look out this window." So All is right. that Greg? Is that supposed to be Greg? Because I read that and I don't know why it would be Greg, but also. Why is he in like sleep, like those kind of sleep pajamas that you would see somebody wearing? Some like long johns, long johns, <laughs> knocking on the door. Like this is instantly. Yeah, the door's so she, not open. She reacts way too slowly. She she like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, like um, she should already be running to action at this point. It's like well, well and maybe it's, maybe he's just a regular robber. <laughs> this is probably just a normal guy breaking into their house. All right, I'm in. <laughs> up and over. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, hey, Greg, 
So he's bringing it in your house, I'm impressed that she does have the nerve to run over there barefoot, though. <laughs> well, and, and it's one of those, like, all right, let me wake no one else up. Let me tell uh-huh. no one else. And, all right. so Everybody me, I knew in the 90s lived in a house that looked just like that. I like that she tries the door first, too. Like, well, it was locked <laughs> for the other guy, but maybe I'll, maybe maybe he unlocked it once he yeah. got in the house. But also brave. She just dives through that window without any, like, knowledge of what's this is weird this is the weirdest thing in the movie this is yeah this like uh, that's his mom right knocking on his greg's door she says nothing she's like, yeah, hey. she says something greg don't her open the door is, her robe is wide open and a boob is hanging out and wow yeah that was, was she leaves through the door yeah explain to me what's what what does she see so she's like there's like flashing lights and shit, like a science project. He's dead, and she's like humping him, and but he's not dead because he's like forcefully. Yeah, but that's weird. The uh, she's urinating, and he's like, he looks like ET. He looks like he the looks life like has been food. drained out of him. Like that's yeah, the, yeah. She like because that's life. The, <laughs> but again, I, the urinating like through the underwear. And, that's that's one of those things. Where it's like, all right, if you're gonna have multiple people just pissing all over like and then here's long there's greg like the terminator he looks kind of like t2 terminator like the t1000 kind of sort of there too much arm movement i'm afraid yeah but like it's it's the whole thing there like okay you're so delayed on going over there yeah but then like you're right now she's just driving until she can't drive anymore yeah and i love this shot of like the time elapsing and she's like exhausted but crying. <laughs> Where did she go? You know what I should do? I should drive out to the woods by myself. <laughs> that this is not even ever, like the playground plan. Yeah. If ever there idea. was a plan, the darkened she, I think woods. She's, I think she's like, now, but I think to me at this point, she's sort of like Annie. I think she's kind of like gone out to the end. And now she's just sort of accepting her fate. But. As luck would have it, there's like a boat full of dudes, like just crazy. Yeah, by. this this part, I'm just like, okay, wait, what? I rolled my eyes a little bit at this part. Because uh, I, I think, and I think that's one of the things. As like I, again, it's like I like, I enjoy this movie all the way through. It's a good movie. Oh but yeah, it, it love is, it, love it, love it. When when you get to some of these points, you're like, wait, but we were on such a good kick. Like think yeah. we were rolling and things were good, and it's like. Then we're just like, hey, you know what we should do? Let's make a couple really weird, unnecessary, shitty scenes. Yeah. Like, why would we do that? We've we've been making a good movie up to this point. It's like, I don't know, man. We get because well, it just, has to be like a roller coaster. Gotta I have feel some like we need some pubs. really shitty scenes. <laughs> but they still look beautiful. Like this, you know, <laughs> th- this this feels like the scene from Texas Chainsaw where she's like walking up to the old house. Yeah. And it's sort of following behind her, but yeah, there's the, there's the boat of dudes. That she hundred percent like gang bangs like this. The implication is like, Hey, here's three dudes on a boat. Yeah. I was like, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go have sex with all three of them. And you know what? She knows it's going to work because even though like a dude might like, you're going to question it for like just a second, but you know, the thing is, when you're bro dudes, you have to throw down. You can't, you could never turn it down in front of your other bro dudes. 
But and like, of that's... course, they all three have to go at it. So that's you know, that's she just the thing. Undressing. Like, it's like, oh wow! It's like she's all like, right. I know what I got to do. All right, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a good thing in in my panic, I was wearing I was wearing my nice underwear. <laughs> Those when are I, nice underwear. When I went when I went to try and save Greg before his mom. This is like mom. the most shameful walk to sex. Like usually, there's a shameful walk away from sex. There she's still wet. Like uh, <laughs> just had some sex on a boat in the ocean. <laughs> hey, did you just come back from sex? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you had sex, didn't you? Yeah. So you know she's no, she knows she's bought herself a little time. There's that sandwich with some mold. Ugh. But yet again, they're just lounging around the house. Like there's no plan here. Like Hugh picked a horrible subject to pass the curse. Yeah, to. it's like there's no motivation here. Like <laughs> no. you know. All right, I live in Detroit. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm moving to Maryland. Oh, we're going to Miami, God. guys. That's what we're gonna do. It's like see this. Let's find this. Let's let's find out I mean, if this thing's gonna walk to Miami. If you had a, if you were a person of like means, if you were like affluent, who could afford to fly across, like just could keep flying across country, you could you could have a life, you know. If you're just you know, if you have a lot, if you have unlimited funds to throw at it, there's no reason oh, yeah. why you couldn't have a nice long life, right? Because it's gonna take a long damn time for it to travel from say like across an ocean. No, unless there's just things we don't know. So now. Now here's uh, basically Greg coming up to clean up. He's just ready to come clean up. Hey, have you seen? Everyone uh, else is dead. He's like, now's my move. <laughs> I left like four or five boxes full of uh, nudie mags over here. Did you find them? Because I'm down to like my last 15 boxes. Her bedroom looks like my daughter's bedroom, by the way. Just shit all over, like spilling out of drawers. <laughs> like just shit everywhere i mean she i know she's being chased by a monster but she could tidy up her room a little bit she's got company for god's sake <laughs> well one of one because one of the things like because i feel like it would have been um i feel like it would have been such a kid plan um or like such a teenager plan at one point would it would have been like okay here's here's what we need to do we all need to have sex like not at the same time, mm, yeah. Not like, but it's yeah. when I was like, okay, that way everybody can see it. Well, what if they had all <clears throat> sex with each other, like in an orgy? Would it come after all of them at once, or like, does it have to pick them off in the order of like, you know, coming? Like, who they, came first? Th th that, now, now we're getting, <laughs> now we're getting into the gremlin rules. Now we're like, oh crap! How does it know who busted first? I gotta know the order. But like, I mean, you know, even to go back to your scenario, like if you were if you were affluent, it's like, okay, here's what you do: you get yourself two or three bodyguards, and you're like, yeah. all right, you have sex with each of the bodyguards, so they know what it looks like here. Yeah, you you know when it's coming, so like your job is just to keep a lookout. Like, oh hey, yeah, we've been here in Budapest for three days. I see it off in the distance. All right, guys, let's head to the airport, and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna fly to Spain now. It's like, ah ha ha. Suck it. Yeah, you need to pick, like, a James Bond to find and fuck. Like, James Bond would keep him busy for a long time. Yeah. A long time. Because this, like, okay, here. Or, like, the, a basketball player who's, like, in and out of town, like, you yeah. know, like playing in different cities all the time. Wilt Chamberlain. He's smart. 
Oh my just, lord! If you it. could, if you could get Wilt in bed, you would live. You would beat this thing. It was like it this. Me to see the, like two the, different the monster, types of wheels. The monster would just be worn out from killing. He's like, oh my gosh. Okay, oh, I give man. up. It's like, I give up. Oh, yeah, you win. Fucking Wilt Chamberlain. You game you, over. You, you did Wilt Chamberlain. Like I, Wilt from, spread it thirty times in one night. <laughs> it's like I I can't even. I can't even. Okay. How am I supposed to keep up I would up love with it this? if Wilt Chamberlain, if this was ever passed to him, he would just laugh. Like, dude, <laughs> you're never getting me. It's like, good luck. <laughs> this is great. This part. This is like full bush. Like, he's yeah. got such a thick bush. You can't it's, even well, see his penis. It's just like I, a, a black hole of bush. And I'm just like... <laughs> Why is he on the roof? I don't know. It it it's it's kind of got t- the tones of the creepy naked guy from Hereditary. Yes. But it's, it might it's be work- the same actor. I don't know. I can't. It's like I'm he's not say, there I'm now. Say, when you look in the back, I need to look that up. That's very possible. <laughs> but like that's why does I mean, she tell anybody too? That's another thing. Like she didn't even bother to say anything. Like <laughs> she's just like, I don't. know. Maybe she didn't want to worry him. Here's some more of these old houses. And then we come to the finale, like this pool, this, this, this building is so cool looking. So it's like the first time Yara says anything, basically. Got a little monologue. Yeah. I like what she was talking about. Like, oh, they wouldn't let me go south of eight mile. Yeah. And I was like, oh, good. We're throwing in the Eminem references. I was going to say this brain goes right to Eminem. I mean, I had to go ask permission to go to the state fair. My best friend. Yeah, it is. It does. It is. It does like take you back, though, to the days where you would just avoid certain streets, certain neighborhoods. Just couldn't go there. Bad stuff happens there. And like, and it's it's silly, but it's also <laughs> kind of true. <laughs> this I mean, again, like I just like I don't I don't get and maybe I'm just out of the loop from teenagers. Or maybe I was just like a really smart teenager, but mm-hmm. it's when I was I'm like, we, I mean, we're not going to brainstorm any other plans. We're not going to be like, so <laughs> what if we bought bus tickets and we were just like, hey, go ahead and lay out the plan. Lay out the plan for me. Like, let's go to the let's go to that pool that we all yep. apparently know about, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, we're just we're going to put all these because I, I like, I think even when I was watching this before, I'm like, so they're are they going to try and electrocute the ghost? Like that's, that's the plan, right? Yeah. They pack a bunch of shit from the house, like lamps, typewriters, uh, you know, radios, whatever, <laughs> anything that can be plugged in at the house. They just like packed it up and they go to this big sort of, um, like why? I mean, it, it's a cool building. Yeah. It, I guess it's just a big pool building. For like the community or whatever, but yeah, that is hair dryer. Clearly, <laughs> this not is the big plan. This anyone. is like their big A team setup right here. You know, they got a lot of cabling. I don't know where they got all that cabling from. Yeah, I'm like that feels like a lot of <laughs> extension cords. Are these kids roadies? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, look, they got all the extension cords. They got the toaster oven back there. Um, and you know, as a dumb person, like I get the premise of the plan. It's like the kind of thing like. You know, you once you, but once you learn, like, oh well, there's a huge bug zapper. That's like it's as big as Paul. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a sizable bug zapper. Yeah. It's like a lamp. Yeah, you said that you're just gonna get there's the CRT. He's gonna kick it in. Well, Is that a combo and, of I mean, CRT? I don't think so. Let's uh let's let's just let's uh take a moment here and be like, okay. That, was, so. that amount of extension cords would have filled the car. There would have been no room for the other Oh kids. yeah. I mean, well, and so what do we do? We plug every single one of them in. Yep. Put them on the edge of the pool. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jay, go get in the pool. Your bait. Your bait. And we're just going to wait for this thing because we know it's going to come eventually. Because he, here's the thing. She packed a bathing suit. Which is nice. We're we're all teenagers and we're monitoring. Like, they didn't spread out. It wasn't like, hey, you go. Here's your. This is your right. side. Your, this is my yeah, there's side. There's four sides to the pool. You all. What are you going to do when it gets there? Are you going to run around? Like, no, you got to have one person per side. And it's no, like, it's you guys are sitting plan. next to each other. It's a stupid plan other. for stupid kids. Oh, because like that's, that's one, that's one of my, that's a beautiful scene though, right there. With, oh, like, it is. The I mean, it's a lovely, I mean, the, the visuals yeah. of it are wonderful. All throughout that's, the movie. There's, there's a lot of those other elements that really redeem some of these kinds of moments in this movie. Yeah. Oh, it's um, so good. It's so effective. Just just, I mean, just because, like, w- one of the things that drives me nuts about um, a lot of horror movies is if I don't care about the characters, like, if I don't want her to survive, it really takes me out of the movie because I'm like, fine, kill her. I don't care. She's stupid. This is stupid. All these kids, I want all the kids dead. Like, when I when I get in, especially when you I get I would it, swear that's a matte painting, but I know they can't afford that. That yeah. was just a beautiful luck of like stroke of luck to have that thunderstorm roll through. But I'm like, sorry. No, I didn't mean to interrupt, sorry to interrupt you. When you get, especially when you get into, you know, the latter sequels of franchises and they put zero effort into the characters whatsoever. And you, I mean, like really from the onset, you're like, I don't care about any of these kids. I really, I'm rooting for, Whoever's I gonna... felt that way about all of the Final Destination movies. I didn't yeah, care about um, any of that. Was, kids. That was one of them that I was thinking about specifically. It's like, you know, really, most of these kids, I was like, and and it th- th- gets to the point where it's like, hey, a mirror fell over. Oh, my gosh, it shattered into a thousand pieces, and they all flew across the room and went into his face. I was like, that's not how what happens when a mirror breaks. Yeah. But it's like every single thing just got to be way out of control. But it's like with with these kids is like okay i really kind of looks like she has four arms right there which is really got like a doc ock thing going <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think they saw that later and like that's cool Let's use but that. it's like okay go stand out in the very middle of this pool that is surrounded by electronic devices that are all plugged in like if any one of those falls in the pool she's dead well that's the thing but 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 would she be dead? Because like now, we we later learn that, you know, there's not enough. I guess current for that size of water, <laughs> just one of those multiple <laughs> of those things to go in and cook to her to die. It just does like it. Yeah, in a bathtub that may work, but in this, not enough. Not enough electricity is going through there, and like the thing like starts chucking shit at her. It's yeah, so great. It's such a backfire. <laughs> You know, it's like <laughs> no one what, expected it to just grab. Here's what we did. We gave the thing just enough ammunition to chuck everything at her. Yeah. Who says it has to kill you with its hands like this? It just has to kill you. And it just walks into like this, you know, uh, friggin. 
duck in a barrel or like what's the expression? <laughs> Fish in a barrel. Fish in a barrel. I mean, you know, right. duck in a barrel. That's sometimes you put ducks in a barrel. You know, it all depends <laughs> it on fit. Look, I know that's not the right expression, but it could, could it possibly could, work. It could definitely. You know, I mean, this is like it really. Man, he heaved that typewriter. You got to give it up. By the I way, mean, this he's is that, her father chucking shit at her. Yeah, like, and uh, here's, I mean, like he's like, all right, hey, CRT, whoof, there's your oof. TV right there, boom. He's working out, but it's not even plugged in either. By the way, you can tell. That's that's <laughs> the, the thing is like most of these things end up not plugged in anymore. <laughs> all of these things are not plugged in anymore. <laughs> <clears throat> and here comes Paul. Here's uh, like I love that he's just like dodgeballs are the face with like a toaster. Paul's yeah. like, hey, oh, that was a, that was a hilarious. That was a really funny scene. I gotta say, he just chucks it right at her. This is another thing where like the entity is just way too stupid. Like, can it not see Paul shooting at it? Doesn't care because we know it can be shot. By the way, Yar's bleeding over here. It's like, uh, <laughs> hey, you didn't shoot the you didn't shoot the ghost, but you did shoot your friend. Poor ER is just bleeding. Boom! Iron in the face. Like you just got iron in the face. I mean, that's that's straight out of Home Alone, right there. I mean, you just got but this. This is some quick thinking, though. She's got like the like the blanket or whatever, like throws it over the thing. She's just gets lucky, and then here comes Paul, ready to shoot. Boom! Right through the head. So here's why I don't think the entity's actually dead because, like, it's a headshot. And then, like, she's swimming to get out, and it grabs hold of her, trying to pull her down and drown her. And then it gets shot in the head again, and then and then it sinks. The end? Paul's like, should That's I re- cool. reload? I like, I like that, though. All of these scenes remind me of, like, the Freddy Krueger movies, when, like, a parent would walk in while their kid's getting killed, and they don't see Freddy, and, like, blood's spraying out of them, and they don't understand what's happening. Yeah. I wish the Fred, I wish the nightmare movies would come back and done well, not like yeah. they did. No, not the Jackie Earl James Haley one. Or like Jackie Earl Haley one, yeah. That felt like a shitty carbon copy. Somebody needs to like come up with like a decent new hook or twist on it and bring it back in earnest. Well, like this is this is where I'm like again. We're sitting here and okay, guys, what's the new plan? Everyone's just stay perfectly Look at Yara. Still. She's still trying to put pressure She's on like, her leg. Hey, <laughs> hey, don't know if you guys are done dealing with this yet or not, but I am still bleeding from She's when not Paul, being a baby about it. When Paul, sh- hey, do you guys remember when Paul shot me? Yep. Still, uh, <laughs> still bleeding She's from that. She's not screaming or anything. She's very, very grown up about it. I got shot. No big whoop. This is like the DVD like or Blu-ray menu right here. You would think something like better was going to happen right here. Right? Yeah. That is kind of a beautiful image, though. Like, that's, that's where I was like, you know, when this is the iron comes out of the out of the pool at the same velocity... Because he just he whipped the iron at her face. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, he's not dead. No, the ghost isn't dead. I love they got the like chair, the old wood chair propped in. Yeah, like, this is this is Greg's time to shine. 
or Paul's time to shine. <clears throat> Only gets what he wants. That's what Paul's been looking for the whole movie. Yep. Now that everyone else is now that everyone else with a penis is not in the picture. We've eliminated all hero. of the other penises. <laughs> Paul's the only one left. Each penis goes down one by one. <laughs> like, at least he's not enjoying it. Wouldn't it be real creepy if he was like all like into it and shit? She feels more into it than he does. Like, I would think that that would be some real mechanical sex. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just, just you know, be just like jack off in the corner a little bit. And, do it inside of me. whatever i don't know this doesn't have to be sexy <laughs> well because like that's because I, I feel like that's one of those things where it's like okay you know just in the natural course of stuff of dealing with this like especially once like once you have that beach scene where you cross the bridge to where it's like everybody else knows that it's real like at this point it's one of those things where it's kind of like i feel like what they have to do is and, and to a degree you just suck it up it's like okay so that we're all in on this like either paul then has to go with kelly and yara so that everybody sees it or it's like okay if uh if jay wants to go here i'll you know like it, it would get, it would just get weird it's like all right kelly who do you want to sleep with i'll go sleep with that guy first and then he'll sleep with you <laughs> and so do that... they work as a team to get them each other laid i wonder what i mean it would just it would That's be one pressure filled wingman stuff right there well because i i like that i like that right after this is like all right uh I, i'll i'm gonna go i'm gonna go find some whores <laughs> yeah <laughs> He totally does. And those whores are some rough whores, too. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't start. <clears throat> they didn't go to the yellow pages and look for an escort service. Those whores like, didn't even look like they wanted customers. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, um, I got $18 and a bus pass. What does that get me? <laughs> Literally everything. Oh, shit. I mean, and they're hanging out like it. There's all kinds of like broken needles and shit. Probably they're standing on top I mean, of <laughs> this. This is just like uh, I've never seen rougher whores. That's all I'm no, saying. No, it's it's I've what seen I was like. Some rough movie whores, but those those particular ones. Hey, can I pay you guys for sex? <laughs> he passes them up. It seems like like that. Nah. <laughs> but I mean, like I, at least the implication <laughs> is like can't be choosers, buddy. He goes out there. It's like, all right, because I mean, all like I'll give some credence to the plan. That like, all right, if you go out and like, we're gonna flood the market with this now. But it's like, but you have to like, do do you go to? It's like, hey, let's find those really, really, just horrific Detroit whores that are out there in the middle of nowhere. I was like, no, oh, you man. want some, you want high traffic whores. That's what we're looking for. That's right. It's like whores that are going to get a lot of pistons. It's like we want, like we want to move the product here, guys. That's what we're trying to do. Like those horses okay. had rabies, man. Those yeah, it's like good. these. I mean, like I, because the thing is, like, all right, Ugh. if if you go out, it's like, all right, guys. Here's I've been saving my lawn mowing money for the last <laughs> six summers, and I've got enough. We're going to fly out to Vegas. Let's mm. fly out to Vegas. Yeah. And and then we're just going to... Like, or just uh, spring break somewhere, right? Just go down to like Daytona, uh, spring break. I mean, 
Some, I would imagine. Something, well, it's, it's past spring. It's not spring break season. That's the problem. Something that's going to get a guy like Paul some some action with somebody that's like, all right. Because once, once it's like, all right, if he goes and he finds a, a handful of Las Vegas really – I mean, because he's not going to have the kind of money for like really high quality. No. He he's got he's got like paperboy money. That's that's the end. Boom! It follows title. But it's like it, if he could if he could get you know get in the mix with at least a handful of of well to do whores, <laughs> then at least it's like okay, you escorts know. right? You know, uh, be, just be because a step. There's like a step <clears throat> out. Take like, him out. The two, the two that he just passed there. Let's say that's the plan. It's like okay, and then they. I mean, the clientele. I mean, like at best, at best, you're going to hear a news story about just a handful of homeless guys that have been mangled down by the old hospital. Yeah, like it's like if you go if you do the Vegas plan. All of a sudden, there's a spree of businessmen. Oh yeah, across the nation that are that are being just violently f- just mangled in the streets. We're like, what's going? It was like, okay, we know that it's working. We know that the plan's working now. Like, all right, right now, now right. we can they kinda, know that it's a- we take a breather. <laughs> it took. Yeah, it's like, all right, now I don't need to worry as much. I don't need to look over my shoulder every other day. But um, with those whores, I mean, if the entity doesn't kill you, the clap will yeah. probably kill oh, you. Oh, man, just <laughs> yeah. the... I mean, you're going to want to triple bag that because... <laughs> like, no, but would no, that no. be against the rules? I mean, we don't know if you if you use a condom. Does it have to be raw dog? Yeah, who knows? I think it does. I think the implication is it has to be raw dog. I don't that, think you can that's use rough. Safe that's sex rough. would not would not be good enough. It would have to be dirty, unprotected stuff. The real Dude. deal. So that's so that's the end of the movie. I'm gonna go ahead and stop that. That was fun. I I actually enjoyed being able to like watch that and talk some stuff out. I will say that if I would probably be in like uh, uh, Paul's boat, like I wouldn't have had the money or the like uh mojo to to survive more than a couple of days maybe <laughs> yeah i would not have lasted long so you really have to give it up to hugh hugh is like i guess we can all agree he's kind of the hero of this movie he's the guy who lives he's the guy who lasts the longest if there's a franchise of these movies he's going to be the guy who's going to be in it always He's the Dewey of um, <laughs> the franchise. See, here's 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 what you got. Here's what you got to do. <clears throat> you got to go about this in a very logical fashion. Yep. So let's. What we got to do is we have to establish a baseline of how fast this thing moves. So you do you do a series you do a series of exercises. You say, okay, the uh, the entity is. I can see it. It's at the, you know, pick a pick a point. It's like, oh, it's at the stop sign at the end of the street. It's at the stop sign. All right. Now we get in the car and we drive to uh, some to an Ace Hardware on the other side of town. Because we know how far this Ace Hardware is. Like, okay, the route to this Ace Hardware is 
this far away. And then you sit at the Ace Hardware and you wait and you find out like, how long does it take for it to get here? And then once it hey. gets there, then you know, okay. And then you drive back home and you sit. And I you can wait. solve this movie in one move. Just slap an air tag on them. You Just could slap do that. Slap an air tag on it and then pull open your phone and you're like, oh shit, it's like going to be a minute. It's a minute away. I got to move. Like, oh, I know right where it is. Mm. You could hook it up to Alexa and stuff and like have it wake you, you know, if like it gets within a certain yeah. radius, like pop it up, you know, Alexa, like, oh, I don't want to say anything about Alexa. Activate it. <laughs> Get her going. But, 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 oh, no, like, it did. No, Alexa, stop. Oh, it's just, no, it, <laughs> but if, if you could, if you could establish a baseline for how fast this thing moves, mm-hmm. then, then you could really go about it pretty, you know, somewhat scientifically to where you're like, okay. Yeah. If if we're going to go here, how much time do we realistically have? And then even within that, you say, okay, well, let's let's be optimistic. Got to get up and move. You got to get up and move. The, this is a, then, this then is, at least is like, know? okay, you don't like that, you know, that there's there's this impending nature to it. But it's like, but if you can get comfortably out in front of it. Yeah. And you say, okay, this is, this is, because it, it wouldn't even have to be like, okay, well, we live in Detroit. Let's drive out to Los Angeles and then drive back because, like, okay, it's not going to have to go. It's not like, oh, I have to touch where you were. It's like, it's going to turn around and start following you back to Detroit once you pass it and you're on your way back to Detroit. So you need to know how fast it moves. Yep. And then you're like, okay, moving in a, in a linear fashion going forward, you say, all right. We're going to like, I mean, pretty much what Hugh did is like, all right, I'm going to, I have a shit house over here. Make yep. sure I have a stack of nudie mags and just a, just the, the worst mattress in the world. And a nasty green rug. And, <clears throat> and I was like, it was, I guess it was a good thing. They were at his house on an off day. Cause that would have been would really you awkward. Dare take a black light into that room. Oh, imagine, imagine you show up like, Oh, I, I thought this is where he lived, and he was upstairs on the mattress just going at her like, oh, what, what, what are you Checking guys? Checking out his issue of maps. What are you guys doing here? I didn't, I thought no one would be here. We're like, oh. I cannot, I can't believe you actually came back here. But it was like, oh, I mean, like, they were clearly, I mean, like, because I feel like if he had moved out completely of there, like, he would have at least taken his things with him. Like the picture, uh, yeah, right, exactly. Especially the picture. I the, mean, and I those mean, magazines were like barely used. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, I, you're you're not gonna like, all right, let me sweep up and let me. It's like, no, it's a shit house. You don't yeah. have to clean it up, but it's like, all right, nah. let me take my things with me. I mean, there's a shit bucket, uh, so I mean, yeah, it's like, oh, let's empty yeah. the shit bucket, let's empty the garbage cans. <laughs> you know, when I want to make sure we get a good rating on Airbnb. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. but it's like no. I mean, you would take like you would take so like that led me to believe. Okay, if the picture is still inside the magazine, he's coming back to this house. Like, hey, mom, yes, I'm gonna yeah. sleep over at Mike's house, and he just goes to the shit house and stays there overnight, or I don't know what the deal is, but yeah, that mom looked like the kind of mom that would be like still keeping tabs on her, you know, son yeah. who lives with her still. So she he probably still has to. Uh, have the he like that humiliating like he's still got to come up with a cover story like he still lives at home yeah because well, he does so he's still got to come up with that cover story that's like an extra layer of uh bullshit that another reason to appreciate you jeff i would say yes 
he's navigating like his bullshit mom getting in his business. Uh, but I mean, honestly too, that, that mom, I got to give it up for that mom. She was ready with the drinks and the straws and she didn't even like nose around. Like they just went out back and she just left him alone. This is the best parent adult in the whole damn movie. Is Jeff here? Yeah. Do you guys all want to come inside? And by inside, I mean outside in the backyard. Right. Just you want to walk through the front door and then out would through you the like back to, door. Would you like to come through my house? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. We don't know. Maybe he said, go meet me around back. Go meet me around back. I'll bring some sodas. Mom, some... Just, tell, just tell him I'll, I'll be out back in just a minute, okay? I'm going to bring some Winn-Dixie brand sodas on out. Five straws. Six Coolidge straws. soda. All right, so that that was my pick. That was the our first movie. It's a fun little movie to get started. Uh, it follows. I mean, I, I'm sure I'll watch it again. It does like it has a re rewatchability quality to it. Uh, oh yeah, um, like a Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, honestly, or it's another movie that's like super duper watchable in that way like tremors is another one of those movies that i can just watch over and over again i just watched tremors you know, not too long ago great movie great movie another franchise maybe we'll see that someday i don't know it would fit the franchise absolutely uh, as long as you <laughs> michael gross <laughs> been in like all of them i believe there's... how many tremors i was shocked to see how many tremors movies there were <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i couldn't watch any of those sequels man i tried so hard I yeah, tried to, I like, mean, channel my inner you and, like, just watch all the Tremors movies. <laughs> I just couldn't get there. I watched I mean, bits and pieces of several of them, but I couldn't watch a single one. I needed make, Kevin Bacon. Making it through the third one is a chore. So to go beyond <laughs> that is... Well, because at least the second one still has... Uh, what's his face? Remo Williams. He's still in it. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like, his buddy. Oh, yeah. It's got... Uh, uh, I can picture his face, but I can't think of his name now. Um yeah, he's he's like he's such a cowboy. <laughs> you look at him, he's like he could oh, be yeah. a mini cowboy. I, I really like that guy. He's, he's, well, and the, he was I mean, the uh, dad from Road Trip. Yes, he was great. Of the, of the yeah, he of was DJ Qualls, mother of God. Yeah, DJ Qualls, his dad. He was he's like giving the friggin' kid shit at the Denny's or whatever because oh. like, his credit card got. I watch that scene every time, and I'm like, I cringe so hard. It's so good. Because he, he kind of reminds me of the guy who does the Nathan Arizona, uh, <laughs> unpainted Arizona, like the, the you don't know what, from phrasing Arizona. Oh, yes. Yeah. No uh, leads. <laughs> he's wearing jammies with damn Yodas on him and shit. I love that guy. And I know he's dead. He died. He's not all with it. Well, so did the other guy. Yeah. Fred, Fred Ward. Fred Ward. Fred Ward. It. There you go. Yeah. Dif- different actor <laughs> from raising Arizona, but they have some yeah. kind of. Well, because he was the, the guy from Raising Arizona was also the coach from Bull Durham. You lollygagging around. <laughs> like, I love that guy. Okay. Well, I, I have nothing else to say about it follows. I think we kind of covered it while watching the movie. Got everything we wanted to. And, you know, honestly, housekeeping, there just really wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Because although, you know, a lot of these actors did go on to do several other things, they have credits. Like, nothing super big, unfortunately. Cause I could, I could have seen some of these actors maybe making that. Cause you know, every now and then you'll see one of, if a movie is like a cult hit has a cult falling, like a Kevin Bacon could emerge, you yeah. know, and have like a big career. Although he oh, yeah. had a big career. Well, you, 
you have i mean you have a lot of those where it's like and and this but karen gillam on like you know she kind of emerged from like oh a yeah horror movie you know with was it oculus that she did yeah she was an oculus yeah. but, i mean you go back you have i mean jennifer aniston's first movie was uh leprechaun <laughs> uh, yeah. Johnny Depp was in the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Kevin Bacon was in Friday Kevin the Thirteenth, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep, he was in the original Friday the Thirteenth. Um, so, I mean, you have the <clears throat> horror movies used to really be a springboard for young actors to yeah. to go. Like, um, I don't know. I'm, that, I guess that's still a thing from time to time. You know, you get occasional movie stars come out of these horror movies. Um, all right. Well, that that's that's basically the end of our first episode. I feel, I feel good about that episode. Yeah. How do you feel? It was fun. It was yeah. a good time. Okay. Okay. Well, again, we're not going to go into spoilers or anything of the next uh, episode, but it will be your pick next time, and we'll yes. be back in a week. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the format. I think we'll try and do it again next time. We'll get, I'll get your I'll get your thoughts on the situation, but uh, we'll uh, we'll see if it if it warrants a repeat format. Uh, thanks for listening. I've been one of your hosts, Ron Avis, and on behalf of Adam Peterson, we'll see you next week. <laughs>